Hi, and welcome to the Alliance of Survivor Game podcast. I'm Ryan, the host slash game runner of Alliance. Join me as I talk to the eighth boot from Mojo Desert, Lurker, about risk versus reward and being a bro. I'm joined today by the eighth person voted out of Alliance Mojo Desert, finishing in ninth place as the second juror. Uh, as he went by in the game, Lurker. Hi. How's it going? Good. How are you? Doing good. Um, very busy with work at the moment, but um, and definitely getting old of being stuck in my apartment instead of being able to um, have things back to normal, but besides that, doing fine. Yeah, I think we're all a little stir crazy. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be because it's almost the, the one day that always sticks out to me was the day that um, the Utah Jazz uh, NBA game got canceled, and mm. I think we're almost we're almost like two weeks Ugh. until that anniversary when this podcast is being recorded. So yeah, this is crazy uh, times. This is about the time that like. Tom Hanks got it, got COVID last year, give or take. I'm yeah, guessing. Tom Hanks, and then, yeah, when things seems to start, start to get serious. Yeah. The other the other marker for me was, um, I there's a there's a restaurant where I live that uh, one of my good friends, he had always wanted to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were we were talking, we were talking about it, and we were deciding whether we were going to go on a Sunday or a Monday. So we went on a Sunday, um, had a great time, and then the next day everything shut down. <laughs> oh boy! So we we uh, yeah, that's always that's always an interesting memory whenever I'm thinking back to you know when the world paused for for a couple months. Yeah, yeah. And uh, well, during that pause, uh, you were playing Alliance. Exactly. What, what what better thing to do than to be stuck in a Discord server with uh, 16 relative strangers fighting uh, tooth and nail? To, so when what, – what, was there – I don't think I've ever asked this. Was 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 there a prize for the winner? Uh, so I always, I always use the term moderately priced prize okay. uh, because there is one. Um, it includes a now at least uh, it didn't at the time since we didn't have our own logos back then but now it includes a buff from the season that you win um, in addition to other things that I typically keep on the hush hush because and this is like uh, an issue that I've I've run into I, you know I think about this a lot which is where you know the bigger this gets and the more people there are particularly the more VIPs we end up with. You know, the more I want to give to the winner, if I can, whatever that means. But if you go around, like, I don't know, like, I've, I've looked at some of the advertisements for some of the other orgs online. And, you know, maybe they're, they're advertising for the winner gets, like, three months of Nitro on Discord or, or something of, a, you know, equal or lesser value than that. And, like, a buff from us is already worth at least that much, if not more. And... So on top of that, you know, if we're advertising like, hey, the winner of this gets like, I don't know, $200, which is 
not what the winner gets but you know i it's just gonna it's just gonna promote more cheating and and not that we really have that as a as a big hurdle right now but i don't want to have to deal with that at all and as soon as it get you know as soon as that's i don't know as soon as as soon as it it becomes a, a tangible thing it's like oh hey I can, uh, let me invite some of my friends into the server, tell me what Lurker's doing, tell me what Marsha's doing, and, uh, I'll just, you know, I'll, I'll maneuver these social dynamics perfectly, and I'll win whatever this prize is, and I'll split it with my friend in the, in the viewer's lounge, or whatever have you. Um, and like, I, you know, at the end of the day, like, I, I, I'm sure there's probably a way to do that, that we would never realize was happening, but... I do feel like that that's a stretch. I don't know. It's very complicated, but yes, there's a prize to answer the question. Yeah. No, I, I, I think that's a very fair point because, you know, in real Survivor, you can stick everyone on an island and it's a little bit more difficult to tell your friends to <laughs> sit in the middle of this uh, Pacific Ocean on a boat and spy on what's happening versus, you know, online. You can just go to DMs or you can just use a completely different app than um, mm-hmm. Discord and it works just the same. So you could uh, play the long game and, and have a friend of yours, like join the CBS crew and become one of the producers or, or just one of the camera guys. And he's like, Oh, Hey, I saw so-and-so find an idol. Don't vote for them. Yeah. Or Hey, Hey, you know, if you check under the, um, the, the conch shell over there, there's a, there's a phone <laughs> and you can uh, see the video that we've been recording. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's it's a little less uh, less tenable to <laughs> cheat under exactly. those circumstances. But, so, be, I mean, honestly, I feel I feel like if someone was able to pull that off, then they almost deserve the prize. You know, if you if you spent like five to ten years planning out how to cheat on Survivor and it actually worked out in such a way that it gave you an advantage, then you definitely deserve something. Yeah, I, I mean, you'd definitely get some notoriety. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, so, uh, actually, you know, m- m- you bring this up, but um, just today is the day I sent out uh, Karstaway's buff uh, for the f- finally. <laughs> um, when when she had won last year, at the time the prize was any survivor buff of the winner's choosing. That's what uh, GD and uh, Lola had got had gotten already. But I had told her, like, hey, we're probably going to make our own buffs at some point in the future. So you can either grab one now or if you'd like, you can wait. And when we do have our own, I can send those to you, send it to you. And she was like, OK, I'll do that. And almost a year later, <laughs> finally sending her uh, a uh, Mojave buff from Mojo Desert. Yeah, because I thought, did you guys update the um, Discord server logos? We did, yes. Okay, yeah, because I, I I think I noticed that a little bit ago. So, mm-hmm. I'm even like I'm I'm looking at I can see the Mojo Desert logo and I'm at the top of the key events channel and all of the uh, challenge banners have the old Survivor Mojo Desert logo on them so you can kind of see the slight differences in the two. Um, but yeah. So. You mentioned 16 relative strangers. Uh, that is accurate to describe the cast of Mojo Desert, the last cast that is predominantly FMLers. So 
to an extent, I think you were probably familiar with a bunch of the people that were on this season, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, you've got Ari, Hirsch, uh, LaForza, Steve, On the Last Castle, Chocoplex, uh, Angel Cake, Nux, Carstaway, Vic, you know, Juice Boxer. I think all these people, even if, you know, I don't, most of them weren't like super prominent on like the Discord necessarily, but I feel like I'd seen most of their names somewhere on the chatter or on the right. leaderboards at some point. Right. Well, and you even have uh, both Castle and Chocoplex were both uh, members of my power group. So even if you, even if you know they weren't very active on Discord, you know there was certainly behind the scenes a little bit more interaction uh, between myself and them. Mm -hmm. uh, did you? I, I talked to Castle. I think he said uh, that you had a hand in convincing him to apply. I don't know if you remember that at all. Yeah, well, jeez, FML is, uh, I think I went on the website for the first time in months. But yeah, because I'm trying to think of which season um, he applied. But but yeah, because I think at the time, you know, we were really, we, we were struggling a bit for, for members. So I think he was someone who, who seemed very active and was interested, so... Um, I think I, I think I DM'd him and was just kind of explaining what we did, and then he ended up applying. And um, at least, gosh, yeah, feels like it feels like I'm talking about like college or high school or something. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, he he, I mean, he he was a, he's a great addition to our group, and um, was always very active and always coming up with uh, good ideas um, for weeks. <laughs> so it's yeah, it's just it's very hard to. Gosh, I think back to then because, it, I mean, I, I don't know. It, it feels like there's an era of inevitability that, um, that like FML, it just won't come back just because of, you know, the general state of the movie business and how um, tied in newbie is to the success of uh, theaters versus the overall movie business. So, so it, it, if there ever is a day that um, FML comes back, then that will be, well, one will be an interesting day because gonna have to dust off all the spreadsheets but yeah. it will be um yeah it will be fun um because there, there, there's a little bit of activity going on behind the scenes in our group but it, it will be fun to get things back into gear and try and figure out um everything that's going on yeah i know for i know for the triangles like it's kind of a similar thing where plenty of us talk on like the fml discord but the the triangle server is, is largely dormant um, save for the occasional, you know, gathering to wish someone happy birthday or uh, some, something, you know, equally as relevant as that. But I don't know. Theaters, you know, we're recording on uh, March 2nd and we just had like uh, Tom and Jerry open to what, like $14 million or something like that. Four, I think I saw 14.1 yesterday morning. Mm-hmm. I'm actually I, I have Twitter open right now and I have um, I don't know how familiar you are with TweetDeck but um, basically it's it's kind of like Twitter for power users and you can set up like different columns for like you can have one for your main feed and one for DMs and you can set up like lists and topics. Okay. And I and I have one for FML that's basically all the movie accounts and i'm just looking at it right now with all the i think it's showing like all the monday results now because all that came in so it's just 
Yeah, it's just fingers crossed that um, sometime sometime soon, if at all, if no one comes back, so then get back into that. Yeah, hopefully. Okay, so you enter the server, you start looking around, you see all these people that you are semi-familiar with to very familiar with. Um, before the tribes were determined, um, who, who was there any one person that you wanted to be on a tribe with more than anyone else? So I think actually, um, since, since I uh, was a viewer of the first two seasons, um, my mind was working okay even, even before I applied thinking okay who 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 would be someone that would be good to be in alliance with and actually um hirsch was like the one person that i'm like okay <laughs> this person's either going to be like if i can get in either like a really good duo alliance uh with this person or in some very strong alliance with this person then uh that's going to be someone that is going to be very good at the game which i think i think most people would agree that that's how it played out, even though he uh, fell on his sword a little early. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, he was always someone that, um, that I, that just based off of like, we, we had inter- interacted some, but um, we never were super close. Like we were never super close. We always seemed to, you know, have a little bit of a back and forth. Um, so it wouldn't be just like super obvious, like, like uh, compared to the, the two members of my power group that are um, that were in the game where people would be able to draw an immediate connection. Um, he's someone who's very knowledgeable about survivor. Um, and it would just seem like someone who would naturally be good at the game. So he, he was always uh, when I saw that he was a member of the cast list, he was like the one person or one of the people that was an immediate target. And then um, he wasn't placed in my tribe. So right. <laughs> that plan um, that was in the works for a couple months um, quickly went out the window. Um, so then uh, I guess once we were into tribes, um, there were – trying to think back. I know there were – the two people – I had people I, – I, I set up uh, DMs immediately, and there were – they were obviously I messaged Castle because he was part of my power group, so you know you gotta you gotta you gotta see if you can get uh, like five or six people in your power group together, even if you don't have five or six people in the game to try and uh, take over the game, you know as as you do. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Nux was one of those people as well because um, we, we didn't really speak a lot uh, before the game, but seemed like someone who would also also seemed like a good ally. There was one other person, but I'm not remembering it off the top of my head. Maybe uh, Angel Cake, I think, that I like set up a DM with pretty quickly. Hmm. Yes, uh, you were on the original Gobi Tribe with Angel Cake, Captain Kenway, Karstaway, Gabe, Nux, Castle, and Steve. Yeah, I think it, I think it was Angel Cake. I think there were three people that I, I DM pretty quickly. Um, so... So I, th- I think it was a third. I think that makes sense uh, when we get to the first vote, because those are the three people that vote the same way that you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So first tribe, 
Um, you, t- you talked about Nux, Castle, Angel Cake. Was there anybody that you in- initially were not on board with for one reason or another? Hmm. I mean, I, I guess, I guess by not on board with, um, I, I, I guess besides those people, there wasn't really anyone that I'd say like immediately I had a negative impression on, but those were certainly the three people that uh, stood out to me immediately. And then, and then my thought process was, okay, besides these people that I at least have some connection with initially um, from, from FMO, uh, everyone else I would uh, try and, you know, feel things out to see based off of, you know, the day or two of being in a tribe and um, being in the game, who would be able to, um, who, who would be a good ally and who wouldn't be, so. Sure, sure. So, uh, this was put to the test in the first immunity challenge. The <laughs> Radio Mojo challenge. And uh, you guys would lose this challenge. But, I don't know, what... <laughs> Uh, you, as someone who had seen the previous two seasons, both of those seasons had started out with 24-hour check-in challenge. Uh, this season bucked that trend, but the radio was on for 24 hours, and I think, give or take, you know, five and a half out of that six each every six-hour chunk of time was static. How how was that? Yeah, so I was I was totally locked in for like a 24-hour challenge. I was ready to go for that, and then. And then we had the, um, and then and then we had the Radio Mojo challenge. And the thing the thing that really uh, stuck with me was the fact that um, it, it really seemed like compared to other seasons, like people weren't weren't necessarily jumping in and um, as committed because for for I think the first session, I, I believe I was. Uh, one of, if not the only person, you know, listening to the static and, uh, in transcribing the recordings. Cause I, I, I remember, I think, I think the entire first one, I, I was sitting, I was like sitting in my chair next to my computer, listening to all the recordings. And then, and then when it started repeating, I think, I think the general sentiment in the tribe was that, um, we, oh, it's repeating, so we don't really have to, uh, listen super closely, which didn't end up being the case, um, as we would come to find out. Um, so I, I, I was just listening to it, and and I, I, I finished the challenge. I got up from my chair, and I'm like, wow, you know, these people this season, they don't really seem that committed because, you know, people aren't really listening. People aren't really volunteering. Um, and I was just sitting here for a lot of this time, you know, doing all this recording and listening to the messages. So... So that that was definitely my my takeaway um, after my time slot was completed. That um, it's just, just an overall. I'm like I'm like wow this this might be an easy season you know maybe these people just don't really care that much. Uh, so, which wouldn't necessarily say that ended up being the case, but um, was certainly my mindset at the time. Sure, sure, yeah, you. Uh... You, both tribes, I think, uh, quickly realized, you know, right at, around that six-hour mark, like, hey, this might be repeating. Um, and there was definitely a noticeable, like, 
reaction of, oh, well, then I guess uh, we're done until it's over. Almost, you know, a couple of people were um, very diligent and like kept listening, wanted to make sure there weren't any changes uh, and things like that. But there was definitely a sentiment of, okay, now what? And there's still, right. you know, 15 hours to go. Exactly. Yeah. And, and um, it, I mean, obviously it wasn't as simple as, okay, you've done your six hours and, um, and you're good to go because something's changed as the time went on. Um, and yeah, I, I'm almost, yeah, I, I it, it was like a, a little bit disappointing because, you know, that, that seemed like a, a that, that's a pretty reasonable twist to expect. Okay, if something's running for 24 hours and repeating four times, that is probably not going to be exactly the same thing all four times. Um, but, but the I think I think a lot of people just seen you know oh wow it's six hours and and there's a like most of that time is just completely wasted. That compared to say like. Uh, every hour you have to check in challenge that it, it, it's a lot more of a time investment and you, you may not get anything out of it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think both tribes ended up with a fairly accurate transcript of, uh, the broadcast, uh, which led us to including some questions that asked for information that, didn't include that wasn't part of like the transcript that you couldn't just read back and, and find the answer for because mm -hmm. the uh the test at the end was open notes and not much we could really do about that um so there were uh, ultimately 48 47 questions plus a tiebreaker question on the test and i think you could get as many as say 80 points give or take uh, which resulted in well, nobody got a perfect score and only three people got 70 points. Uh, Ari, FML Cat, and Angel Cake hit the 70-point mark. Everybody else was in the 60 to 69 range except for Juice Boxer, who fell below that. Uh, I, I, so I've, I already talked to uh, Nux and Castle about the uh, spreadsheet issue that your tribe uh, underwent d during this challenge and, and during the test taking portion of it. So we don't, I don't, I don't feel like we need to go into it too deep, but suffice to say there was a tiny edit slash delete po thing that happened to your spreadsheet that was partly on, uh, Nux as he admitted it, admitted to, uh, when I talked to him and partly on, uh, production, I think. Yeah. I, I'm trying to think back to that who um i don't know if we ever actually blamed a, a person in the tribe for that but especially you know when you have that when you have that many people looking at that when it's a somewhat stressful environment um mm -hmm. where you have like a, a test that could you know if you do badly you could get eliminated um that it that is, it's just so much easier to try and remove that variable. And I know I'm, I'm probably the only person that did this, but I, I downloaded the spreadsheet and, um, and had like an offline copy. So then if something like this happened, then I'd be able to view it. But, right. um, you know, if you're only one person in a tribe of eight that does it, then it's, it doesn't really do too much. Um, 
And apparently it also wasn't too helpful because I wasn't the highest scoring person on my tribe as well. So even with the deletion, then um, some people use that to do better than myself. Um, so, uh, yeah, it was – I mean, I, th- I think it was it, it was a good way to, you know, stir up a little bit of controversy – but in terms of impact, like in terms of impact, I don't, I don't really think it, it, it had too much on our overall um, ability for the challenge, just because um, obviously our margin was greater than uh, the things that were edited would have caused, mm-hmm. or what, it, even if they were correct, we still would have lost the challenge. Um, and there were ways that we as tribe members could have prevented that. You know, if everyone had the spreadsheet downloaded or if we locked the spreadsheet from editing before the challenge started or something like that. Right. So, um, so it, it did though, it, it provided a very, a way to scapegoat people to get eliminated that first week. <laughs> yeah. If they didn't do it to themselves. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Absolutely. Uh, you ended up with 65 points, which was the third highest score on your tribe uh, behind Angel Cake and Steve. Then you had Karstway and Nux at 64, Captain Kenway at 63, Gabe and Castle at 61. And uh, so you, you the tribe loses by 15 points total to Atacama. You'll be attending the first tribal council. We told everybody, we, we weren't going to publish the, the individual scores out outright. And that this, you know, I, I think about it now and I, I'm kind of not sure why we just didn't do that. <laughs> that feels like exactly how we would have handled it when I think about it, but for whatever reason, we that's not what we did. Um, but we said that if you wanted to know your score, you could ask us in your confessional, and I think almost everybody ended up doing that. Uh, which led to uh, Vic, Captain Kenway, finding out that he got a 63, and immediately believing that it was the worst score on your tribe. Yeah, that... <sighs> I mean, even if even if that was actually the lowest score, if, if the scores weren't announced publicly, I, I have I have no idea what through what went through his head to decide. Hey, I should tell everyone in my tribe that I scored lowest on the challenge that we just had when we just started out. And in terms of like you know there isn't there hasn't been a lot of, there hasn't been any tribals, so there's no animosity really, um, and. The one thing that you could probably do to get eliminated would be to score low in the challenge because then it's the easiest thing that someone in DM or in a group can be like, oh, wow, this person got the low score. They must be bad on the team. I, I, it, it just baffled me at, at the time that why, why you would think that that was a thing to do um, just I, it escapes me to this day. Yeah, I, I couldn't couldn't answer it. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, I th- I think though not sharing the scores publicly, especially in the first week, I I actually really like that because then, well, I wouldn't think people would do the opposite, but <laughs> apparently that happened. But you know, then I I would expect more people would be like, because uh, it 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 seems that most people were pretty upfront about what their scores were, but I would expect pe- more people to be like, oh wow, I got a seventy-two, I did really good, and have like two or three people like, oh, I got a seventy. Um, to try and like paint a target on someone else versus you know saying oh I got the low score. Yeah, 
until somebody starts doing the math and <laughs> realizes that. Exactly. Wait a second. If everyone did 70 or better, we would have won this challenge. <laughs> uh, which would have been very entertaining in its own right. Yeah, I, you know, I think it certainly, I know, um, as a previous viewer, I think that certainly would have been a, a spicy first week. Um, but I, I, I think more likely than not, unless everyone actually publicly announced their scores, then I, I think most people would think, oh, wow, all these people are telling the truth. Um, so we'll, we'll just do the math and subtract out. And even if there's only one person left, then they must have got like a 25 or something out of 80. Yeah. Which, you know, looking at it from the outside makes no sense. But, you know, I, I could definitely see that happening. <clears throat> Absolutely. Maybe they just didn't uh, didn't look at the notes or... I don't know. Something else. They didn't have enough time to finish. Who knows? Yeah, or maybe they uh, they felt confident that only answering half of the questions would uh, secure the victory. <laughs> yeah, you never know. So if if Kenway doesn't come forth with this, I have the lowest score, whatever. Um, what where where does the 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 target then shift that this tribal, if you can even hypothesize so so i think i think um overall participation in the challenge um and then uh, overall participation then score were probably the two biggest things um so i I, i'm trying to think back to who in, in terms of timing you know who who put in the most time um so i'm trying to think I don't think he did. Uh, uh, Kenway did. I don't. I don't know if Steve did. Um, so I think. I think that probably would have been the target. Because um, I, I. I think, especially the earliest weeks, the the easiest thing in my mind was okay. We want just easy trials. Um, that, you know, don't breed a lot of animosity and. Um, and don't you're you're not trying to make the the big you're not necessarily trying to predict who is going to you know win Survivor and who's the biggest threat. You're just trying to get through the first couple weeks to get your footing, and and not trying to overthink things by trying to do some like crazy splits or you know trying to think okay do these people have idols and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. so I I think it really especially the first week was really you know performance both you know, effort and then also score. Um, and, um, try, I mean, th- that certainly would have been the criteria. And then when you have someone who doesn't really participate a lot and then says, Oh, I got the low score. then that, that to me was like, uh, they, you could have, couldn't have handed yourself on a golden platter any better. Sure. Like, you can't even make that up. <laughs> For like a perfect first tribal target. Which makes it interesting that he didn't even receive a majority of the votes. You know, eight people walk into tribal council and uh, Vic Kenway gets four votes, not even five. Uh, You, Nux, Castle, Angel Cake all voted for him. He votes for you. And then you have Karstway and Gabe both vote for Steve. And you have Steve, who votes for Gabe. So you, 
it's this kind of wonky four two one one. Yeah, it's it's interesting because there was a split, but I, like at least from my perspective, the vote never really felt too much in doubt. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, I I I think I think the main reason was because you know, okay, you, we only had there were only four votes against. Um, against Kenway but you know everyone else was pretty split and there wasn't it didn't feel like there was a cohesive group that was uh going on someone else to vote so um actually yeah I didn't I didn't remember that it was that sort of a vote but to me it felt like okay once once that was thrown out there was a easy week everything was done and I felt that the votes were there and they they were there enough sure Um, to make it happen. Did you read any anything into the uh, vote that was thrown at you? No, I. I mean, I think I think that happened a couple of times this season. That, that season where they were just one person votes, and um, it, it was definitely. I think at the time it definitely seemed like it was from Kenway. Mm-hmm. So it, it's one of those things where. I, I guess it, it, it's a little bit concerning, but also when it's only one person and when it's coming from someone that's eliminated, then it wasn't really something that was particularly concerning to me at the time where it's just kind of like, like it, 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 to me, it seemed like it wasn't, there wasn't a, a ton of reason. It seemed a little bit random. Um, and it wasn't something that I really thought about too much in the coming weeks. Okay. Reasonable enough. Uh, Kenway is sent to the viewers lounge and uh, the remaining seven players on your tribe regroup and are ready for the next challenge and it's a reward challenge where you'll all be competing individually the outplay outwit outlast challenge and uh, as far as I remember the only criteria was that each tribe had to put at least one person in each of the three games uh, you ended up playing in the Outlast game, which was Stupid Deaths. Uh, you were there alongside Juice Boxer, Steve, and Laforza. Yeah, that was yeah, that was that was a fun challenge uh, because it certainly certainly wasn't something that you could. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, all the some of the, some of the deaths were pretty hilarious, but. Um, <laughs> But yeah, that was that was an enjoyable challenge. Now, did I think that that would result in a split? No, but um, <laughs> you know, it's Survivor. You got to have some twist in there. I, I I think you made a comment at one point that it was kind. It was basically a challenge of like who could Google the fastest. Um, I know. I do remember that. Yes. <laughs> I know when Meg and I, because Meg and I had gone through every single card in this game. I don't know. There's like few hundred cards of it when we when we've played in the past uh and so we were kind of going through those cards planning the challenge out and trying to find ones that were more difficult to google or uh you know at least didn't come up on like the first page of the results if you typed in the name of the person Mm -hmm. and even and so i guess did uh, were were our efforts in vain (laughs) Were, were you um, getting your answers I, from Google? I mean, or was it kind I, of I guess I guess I'll say that um, you know some sometimes you have to be. I mean, even though Google is a a thing that you just enter text into a box, that sometimes I guess some people are better at Googling than others. 
I'll throw that out there. Okay. Uh, point taken. Uh, so but I highly recommend, yeah, if you have any uh, future, um, you know, like returning seasons, definitely keep that challenge in there. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. <laughs> Uh, so Lars is the first person eliminated. Um, and I think the way it was structured was you, you you just said true or false if you thought it was a death that really happened to the person that was being described, or if you didn't, or if you thought some element of the description was wrong. And so uh, you go until I think you made three mistakes, if I remember correctly. Yes, that, that's that's how I remember it too. Uh, it's probably going to end up being five, but we'll go with it. <laughs> yeah, uh, LaForza was the first one out, and then uh, Juice Boxer and Steve were both eliminated on the same question, uh, which meant you won. Yeah, and I thought, okay, great, you know, I got a rewards challenge early on. Um, maybe it'll be like a picnic sort of thing with the other winners, or maybe it'll be um, something else, but... Um, that ended up not being true no uh yeah instead you were is a swap and you were the captain of a new tribe i think i think uh so choc chocoplex won liars dice Carstaway won survivor apples and i think we kind of we we set it up so that uh the most uh how do i how do i phrase this the most commanding victory the most lopsided victory uh person got to pick which of the three tribes they wanted to be on i think in this case it was chocoplex he picked sahara the new tribe and i think you got to pick between the remaining two tribes and you stuck with gobi and karstaway was then given the atacama tribe and what you had to do was you picked somebody from a different original tribe than you and then they would pick somebody from a different original tribe from them and so on down the line as far as they were able to until we had three new tribes of five people. Uh, you, uh, So the only person you couldn't pick from the original Atacama tribe was Chocoplex, who is probably one of the people you wanted to pick, I'm guessing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so. It, it definitely because we were in the same power group. Um, if you would have just shown me a list of people before the season, um, that that would have been one of the people that I, I would have done the same as I did with uh, Nux and Castle and, um, and try and reach out to him immediately, uh, come up with, you know, try and, try and get relatively close. Um, so going into that, um, Castle and uh, Nux were like the two people. So it was... Uh, it's still still fairly good, but not not as good with Angel um, Angel Cake. So those were at least in my chart. Those were the two people that I want to keep. And then um, with the same thoughts that I had in preseason, I'm like, okay, I think I, I was like, okay, if I pick Hirsch first, I'll probably pick Nux as well, and like that will be a really good tribe um, in terms of my own personal interests. You know, also strong at the game. Um, so that was uh, when when I got my pick, and then when Hirsch picked Nux, that was you could not have uh, drawn it up any better for myself at the time. Nice. Uh, Nux then picked Juice Boxer, uh, and I think you were given Jasmine at the very end, um, based on 
how the original tribe breakdown went. So, mm-hmm. New Gobi, Lurker, Hirsch, Nux, Juiceboxer, Jasmine. Uh, the three 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 of those five uh, feel feel really good to you. So I guess despite the fact that it was a three to two disadvantage, looking at the original tribe breakdown uh, against you, uh, the ultimate outcome seemed uh pretty good yeah i wasn't i really wasn't worried about um you know previous tribes at at the time just because i mean we there wasn't really that much time that everyone had together so at least my idea was okay there were some uh pre-existing connections um between obviously nux and hirsch and then um a little bit myself and hirsch as well but not really so I, I felt that that would weigh out over any sort of connections that were made during that time. Mm-hmm. So, so I, yeah, I, I at, at least in the picks, I, my my thought was, okay, if us three are together, then we'll, you know, we'll probably win a couple challenges, and by if if we win the first challenge or two, then there really won't be a lot of thought between um, between the two previous tribes. Sounds like a plan, and uh, it it goes exactly as as planned at first. Uh, the next challenge was the jigsaw puzzle, and uh, you the the there was a slight ca- small caveat to the to the jigsaw puzzle, which was uh, the site we used kept score of all the pieces that you placed on the grid, and you got a point for each one. And whichever user had the most points at the end of the challenge, or when you completed the puzzle, rather, uh, would get an additional benefit on top of, uh, well, whatever your total time was and how that factored into the immunity that you won or did not win. Uh, Gobi, uh, you did it without Jasmine. I believe you probably ran the challenge at a time when she wasn't capable of being there due to time zone issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, and this is something like, I guess I'm, I've talked to everybody on this tribe now <laughs> at the time, uh, as much as Nux, you know, was able to win this with 202 points, all four of you got over a hundred pieces placed. Uh, so it was a pretty balanced attack overall. Yeah, I, I would agree. We had a, we had a, uh, voice chat going through that challenge. Um, and I thought, I think it really felt like a, um, like a team win mm-hmm. at, 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 the, at the time where even though we were a, a person down, um, we were working through most of the parts uh, pretty efficiently and, um, and, and we kept things moving and um, we ended up winning that challenge. So I, it, I mean, especially being the first challenge after a swap, uh, the first immunity challenge after a swap, um, it felt it, 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 those those to me they always felt a little bit more important to win because then you don't have to worry about things like like uh, like we talked about a little bit earlier where people are worrying about what previous tribes people are on or mm-hmm. or where you have to base whether or not you're going to eliminate someone um, on the one performance um, but especially especially that challenge we. Uh, yeah, we worked well as a team, and we, um, yeah, it, it felt like, yeah, it felt like everything worked extremely well for us that challenge. And I guess I'm, I'm 
when we heard the results, I was really hoping we're for a we're for a second than anything else, just because we were a person down. But I, I, it, it was a little bit surprising to hear that even though every other team had a man up, that uh, our tribe ended up coming in first. Yeah, you beat Atacama's time by one minute and two seconds, so it was a very, very close race between the two tribes. Uh, you finished with 183 pieces placed, so not too far off from Nux's number. Uh, did you, I don't know, were you thinking about the reward at all? Did you want to get the reward? Did you specifically not want to get it? You know, none of you knew what it was, so... Yeah, I don't think. I'm trying to think back. I don't think the reward was really a big, um, a big factor. Um, just because, you know, at least at least in my mind, we had this. We would have this group of three people, and um, Juice Boxer wasn't super active, so it felt like probably one of us would get it. Um, and and uh, you know. I, I, you know, I guess I won one reward challenge, and um, the reward wasn't good for that one. <laughs> so, so I, at the time, you know, I was a little bit hesitant trying to um, trying to get another reward because maybe, maybe it would be a uh, solitary confinement for a week or something, you based off of how the first reward challenge went. <laughs> you never know. Uh, yeah, Nux wins it for your tribe. Ari wins it for Atacama. They're also immune. And uh, Sahara will be going to Tribal Council. Castle uh, wins the reward for his tribe. Uh, the reward in this instance uh, being that the three people, the three individuals, would get exclusive access to an updated version of the radio for what turned out to be 14 hours before we allowed everyone to listen to it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so... Uh, I've talked to Nux and I've talked to Castle and they both kind of landed at the place where they felt they didn't really uh, use this this uh, reward at all. Exactly. Um. Yeah, I would agree with that. <laughs> they did not use it at all and then Ari, Ari used it and it, it, it got him. Well, he'll, he'll probably have his telling when he gets on, but yeah. uh, it ended up getting probably leading to an idol so um yeah you know sometimes i i I think a lot of times you know people think you got to move forward and you know you got to use spotify or itunes to listen to things but sometimes just listening to the radio works as well it's true uh so now sahara going to tribal council chocoplex and castle are both on that tribe did you have any concerns about one of them being voted out um so i think uh, one thing that uh especially for the early tribals where our tribe wasn't involved um i tried to do um some predictions you know with the tribe just to um just to try and see where everyone thought thought who would get eliminated and i think i i want to say at the time i think i said steve um i think everyone was in a fair amount of agreement but you know, it's been it's been a little bit, so I'm not 100% sure. But yeah, at that time, I I, I didn't feel too worried um, uh, about them getting getting eliminated, just because uh, both of them seemed like people who would uh, be fairly involved. And yes, there was a Howard Group connection, but um, 
but it didn't seem like that was something that was on a lot of people's minds uh, at the early stages of the game. So, so yeah, I, I wasn't I wasn't too worried about them getting uh, eliminated at that challenge or at the tribal. Uh, and you you were right. Uh, Steve's voted out uh, here four to one, and uh, Chocoplex and, and Castle didn't even receive a vote. So no harm, no foul. Which brings us to the next challenge, uh, which is greed. Uh, we gathered everybody around, uh, put a, an immunity necklace in the middle, and if one person uh, elected to grab it, there was a one-minute period of time where you could do so. Uh, that person would be immune, but they would send their tribe to tribal council, and if that minute expired and nobody took anything took the necklace then all three tribes would be attending tribal council together to vote one person out uh so it was a bit of an interesting dilemma uh so i guess where where were you coming from with this circumstance sure so i felt very safe in my position where um you know at the time uh next hirsch and i we were doing uh, some command hunting for idols, which uh, didn't turn out uh, to be fruitful in any way, shape, or form. But, you know, I felt that, okay, there's five people in the tribe. I, I know I'm not going to vote for myself. I don't think I'm allowed to anyways. Um, but I have two other people that I feel fairly confident would vote for someone else. So I knew going into that challenge, no matter what, um, I, I felt very confident I wouldn't be eliminated. So I, I, I think the challenge overall, it, it was it's very simple, but it's very brilliant because uh, it, it's a reward between short-term and long-term, where if you felt a lot of pressure for this week that you would get eliminated, if you, if you felt like, oh, I'm on the chopping block this week, you would probably grab it. Mm-hmm. Or if you didn't feel very confident in your tribe, you'd grab it and hope, okay, maybe there's another swap or something will happen. Um, but if you grabbed it, that would paint a target on your back. Um, I think in retrospect, it was a slight miscalculation because it really didn't seem after, um, after that week that it really caused any issues um, with whatever the decisions were. So, so I'm like, okay, ideally someone else grabs it, but there's no scenario where we're going to a three tribe tribal council because I mean, some like probably half of the people I've, I've barely, or more than half of the people I've barely interacted with or haven't interacted with at all. Mm-hmm. So it, it really felt like like the thing to be avoided was randomness. Where, okay, maybe if it's a 14 uh, person tribal, I have a one to 14 chance. But why would I take a one to 14 chance when I could take a zero chance by either hoping someone else grabs it? Or I grab it myself. Because before the timer started, I think I put out a statement that was basically like, okay, if this goes to 30 seconds, I'm going to grab it. And my thought process there was, okay, number one, there's no scenario where all three of us are going to tribal. Uh, But then also, if there's someone else that really wants to grab it, they'll grab it. And while that ended up being the case where uh, Muse ended up grabbing it, um, but... So it, it, it certainly worked out kind of exactly um, how I imagined. And we didn't even have to go to tribal. So yeah. uh, definitely I thought, I thought it was a very well-designed challenge, um, and it also worked out extremely well for 
our tribe. What was your kind of gut reaction when you saw Muse grab the necklace? That well, that was just a weird, weird <laughs> couple minutes because there was the um, yeah, there was there was the, there was the back and forth in that tribe, and it, it it really felt like at that time it's like Muse is out on his own boat, and okay, he just grabbed the necklace, so he bought he bought one week to himself, but you know what happens next week? Like I would think. You know, someone someone who caused the entire tribe to go to a, a tribal that could have been avoided, I, I would think that that would just immediately paint a giant red bullseye on them. Um, so, so yeah. Then there was a, there was a weird interaction afterwards between uh, Muse and Castle, and it, I felt I felt like I'm like okay, uh, hold on one minute, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go to my pantry, grab a bag of popcorn, pop it, you know, <laughs> maybe add a little bit of butter, grab a drink, and just sit back and enjoy the show. Like that's that's exactly, um, you know, if there's drama happening in another tribe, that's fine by me. I have my three people. I, I really didn't have anything to worry about at that time. It's yeah. Just uh, enjoying, enjoying what's happening. For sure. Uh, Muse grabs the necklace almost immediately. And uh, Sahara will once again be going to tribal council. Uh, yeah, that was the that was the other part of it too. I forgot that. Yeah, it was the same t- tribe twice. It was like, okay, wow, they're down to three people. Like, not great. Exactly. Uh, so uh, now, were you more concerned this time for Castle and Chocoplex, given the fact that now they're half of the tribe and? One of them, that, one of the people in that tribe that's not Castle or Chocoplex is immune. Yeah, so I thought, um, I mean, it, it certainly was a little risky because you only have four people. Um, one of the two people that wasn't a part of my power group is immune. Mm-hmm. So if there was a 2-2 split, then whoever the person was that didn't get voted for would be eliminated. Um, so I think the fourth person was Cat. Yes. In that tribe? Okay. So, I mean, there certainly was a risk um, that one of them would would leave um, just because you had that dynamic where um, there were only three people that could be eliminated. You know, two of them were together, and uh, the immune person and uh, Castle were just uh, in a little bit of a tussle. So it felt... Yeah, it felt like there were that there was certainly a higher likely likelihood of that happening. Um, I, I, I think at the time I think I thought Castle as well, just because not necessarily because um, he, he was the most disliked person in the tribe, but because because of that, it's just the odd dynamic of having four people so early and um, the one person who didn't get a vote would end up going home if there was a tiebreaker. So. Um, so yeah, it was, it was a little bit concerning and, you know, having one person leave early, uh, who, who you felt like you'd be a good ally with, um, was tough, but, you know, as survivor, you gotta overcome obstacles and that's what it kind of felt like at the time where, okay, we know Castle's gonna go, so then what's point B? Right. Yeah. Uh, they go, three votes for Castle, Castle votes for Cat. And Castle is the third person voted out. So, like you said, only three people left on the Sahara tribe. 
So for the next immunity challenge, the Atacama and Gobi tribes would have to sit out two people. And that was the inverse blindfold uh, challenge with the emojis. <laughs> so your tribe went first. Uh, you sat uh, you sat out juice boxer and jasmine for this challenge so it was you nux and hirsch ha t talk me through this from, from your perspective uh i mean so so you know we we've had two um well one of them one of them wasn't necessarily the previous one i wouldn't necessarily call that a challenge in a sense because you know you're not um it, it, it's not like you're not like solve like solving a puzzle or doing something, you know, like listening to the radio or something like that. But you know, the previous team challenge we had uh, was the puzzle challenge, and we had a really good synergy. Yes. So and it, it's like emojis too, you know, that seems pretty straightforward. So this seemed like oh, and and um, you know, Hirsch and I we'd watch previous seasons, um, so we had like a rough idea of kind of what the challenge would look like and how it would go. We had a little bit of practice beforehand. So I think we thought going to the challenge, you know, all these factors coming together, um, we're just going, we're, we're going to, we won't knock it out of the part, but, park, but at the very least, we will not be the people going to tribal. Right. Um, and I, th I think we had a couple comments, too, about the other teams that, you know, they may not be as well-versed in emojis, so um, they, they may not do as well in this challenge. So, so, uh, and then we got into the challenge and, you know, it, it, it was tough, but, you know, based on how we did in the other challenges, I mean, it may be tough for us, but imagine everyone else, how tough it's going to be for them. Exactly. So I, I think even leaving the challenge, um, you know, obviously if you don't complete everything, then, um, then there, there's always that chance that. Uh, you won't win, but I think I think at least when the challenge finished, you know, we felt like, wow, you know, we weren't able to get this, so it must be impossible for anyone else to complete all of them because we weren't able to get those. And as it as it turns turns out, um, it was very possible for every other tribe to <laughs> um, to get all all of the emojis in less time than it took us to get not all the emojis. Yeah. Uh, so uh, you ended up getting 24 of the 26 provided uh, phrases. Do you remember the two that your tribe did not get? <sighs> Refresh my memory. You missed Kick the Bucket and Dime a Dozen. Yeah, I think oh, I want to say I, I don't know if we were close on Dime a Dozen, but I think I feel like Kick the Bucket. We were just we were very close and. Um... Nux was the guesser, mm -hmm. and um, and yeah, he just it, it felt like some of them, you know, when you're writing the emojis, it just feels so obvious. But then, but when you when the, when there's a bit of pressure, when you're actually the person that's guessing, because uh, when we did the practice, I was actually the guesser, um, and it's just it, there there's no way you can throw a red square on there, and. The way that you interpret it versus the way that uh, either the person that put that or the person that's guessing interprets that, it can just be a complete 180. Um, so it was, 
Yeah, that was definitely. I think that was definitely the biggest challenge. Where, um, you know, some things just seem very obvious, or we put something, we put an emoji paired down there that's meant to be interpreted very literally, and then something else went through Nux's head where he may have thought um, something completely different, and and that uh, sunk us in the challenge. Did you feel uh, more comfortable as the person providing the emoji than you did when you were practicing as the uh, guesser? Oh, definitely uh, more comfortable uh, providing the emojis. Just because, I, I mean, as the, I, I feel like, you know, emojis are a little bit more interpretive. So it, it's... As, as, as I just said, I think it's very hard to figure out uh, sort of the intent behind putting them. So as a guesser, you're, you're, you know, you might see just water droplets or a red square or something. You have to try, you have to, you have to figure out in your head. You're thinking, okay, yes, this is a red square emoji. You do they mean a red square? Or do they mean like uh, some uh, letter combination or something else? And then you you might throw in some arrows or uh, some other emojis too that. Um, that just make things as a guesser. I mean, one, you're only one person versus um, our team had the people putting the emojis are two people. Mm-hmm. So, um, and those people can communicate as well. So there's a bit of coordination there. Um, but, you know, as a single person, there's definitely a much, um, much higher press, pressure and, and more difficulty uh, than the people that were putting the emojis. Yeah. Uh, so, the, the time limit we gave uh, the tribes an hour. If, if you hit that hour, stopped. And if you were done before that hour, great. Uh, like I said, you got 24 out of 26 phrases. Uh, Atacama went second. And uh, they had Ari was the speaker. Angel Cake and Forza were providing the emojis. They got all of them in uh, about 38 minutes. Uh, they also incurred a one-minute time penalty. And then Sahara went last. They only had three people. Cat was the speaker. Chocoplex Muse gave the emojis. And, I mean, this is, like, if, if you know, if this season doesn't have, like, a rock draw, then this is probably, like, the biggest moment of the season if you were in the viewer's lounge at the time. And because, like, just the build-up to it uh, seemed like the Sahara tribe was the most discombobulated of the three. They... You know where you know Hirsch taught and 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 Nux both talked a lot about how uh, your tribe should have spent more time like setting up some sort of rubric or like what you know just kind of like setting up like how do we determine if this is a bigger word or a smaller word or a noun or a verb or if it's over or under or things like that. Uh, con- uh, on the other side, Sahara did all of that and they did it way too much as far as most of us were concerned. Like going so far as to say that emoji looks like eating. So if there's an eating phrase, we want to use that emoji. And it was like the yawning emoji. Uh, you know, so like they were getting very, very, very nitty gritty about what each emoji represents. And of course the challenge started and it was over in like a blink of an eye. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like I don't, that that was really smart um, by everyone on their tribe because you know you have two tribes of five and one tribe of three so like it, it you know if I was in their shoes I'd be like okay this is definitely a must win because mm-hmm. um, it very much would have been a Mexican standoff at a tribal <laughs> if you have three people and one person has to leave 
and you have to get one other person's vote and probably you know you you can dm everyone as much as you want and get as many reassurances but you would never feel safe at that tribal so um yeah when when we saw that time it was just like I, you know, there, you know, we, we got 24 out of 26. We didn't even get a hundred percent, um, in an hour and what their, their time was sub 15 minutes, 12 minutes. Yeah. 12 minutes. Yeah. And it felt, it's like, there's no way they could do this without cheating because we were just (laughs) so far off from what they did. And it was, yeah, it was definitely impressive and, um, and hats off to them for, yeah, just, just it, it 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 felt like just the biggest gap that season, you know, between like team performances, where one team just, it just was exponentially better than everyone else in the challenge. Yeah, it was a big win for Sahara. Atacama getting all of them right meant they were also safe, which meant uh, you would be going back to tribal council. Um, and so now. And, and you know talked about this tribal a couple of times already but there there's this weird uh confluence of events where the three people responsible for losing the challenge uh are, are never as far as i can remember once talked about as the people who are going to be voted out it is the only the other two people who sat out that were targets the whole time right um which yeah, very odd um, looking back on it. But, I mean, it, it really felt like, you know, as I said with the previous challenge, that, you know, the three of us, we were, you know, we're the people that were DMing each other the most, that were um, in the sub-channels trying to find the idols and the commands. Um, so it never really, uh, at that time, really crossed my mind that, hey, we would even want to vote these, like, like, you know, uh, Nux and Hirsch felt like the two people that, you know, you get to merge and would definitely be people that would be strong, uh, strong allies to have. So, yeah, it never like and, and I think uh, there's probably also a disparity, too, in the number of messages sent um, definitely on my end between uh, those two and then uh, Jasmine and Juice Boxer, mm-hmm. um, where it felt like they, they weren't very engaged in the game. Um so it like it, it never even crossed my mind that uh, that anyone other than those two would go, and then it felt it, it felt like it, it was more of uh, we did, we didn't even we really didn't even have to have a discussion. It was just like okay, someone flip a coin and whoever goes goes. Um, it, it didn't really feel like it felt like there was a back and forth and back and forth discussion, but it was okay. Which one do we get rid of now and? And which one do we get rid of the next time we have to go to tribal council? Uh, yeah, there, the target initially was Jasmine. Is that right? Yeah, I think it, it was initially Jasmine, and then and then it went to Juice Boxer. And I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think if it, if it went back after that because it was. It was. I I remember. I think. I think. I think we we really overthought it where. Um, <laughs> You know, we have three people and there's two people, so just pick one. Mm-hmm. Like, it really shouldn't be that hard. But, it, you know, when I think I think when you're at when you're at a tribal council where you have um, safety, um, I think we were trying to think like, oh, does Jasmine have an idol or we're just trying to go through every scenario um, 
when in fact, yeah, it was completely unnecessary and we could just pick someone to vote them out. Yep. Because I, I, I swear there might have been like a vote split too that we might have tried to do and like all this just unnecessary back and forth. Uh, yeah, yeah. The the fickle finger falls on Juice Boxer ultimately. Uh, Hirsch, I believe Hirsch said something to the effect uh, where he talked to either you or Nux or both of you probably about Juice being a little less. Uh, he he wasn't capable of like confirming or uh, settling on something. He was being very cagey. Uh, I think was what was said, uh, and that's ultimately why Juice ended up being the target, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I, and it, I mean, it felt like too that um, I think I, th- I think too we might have reached out to both of them and we're like trying to figure out the target, and I think I think Jasmine Jasmine felt more definitive mm-hmm. um and 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 i i think it was mentioned too that um i think i think it was hirsch like hirsch was you and jasmine a little bit more um but yeah i really felt like you know in terms of just overall activity and closest you know we had this three so it, it was it was really pick your target and um and go from there <laughs> It, it, it really didn't feel like there was a wrong decision either way. Yeah, uh, Juice Boxer votes get you uh, voted out four to one. Uh, the only stray vote is Juice Boxer himself voting for Jasmine. So nice, clean, easy tribal council. And uh, next up, we have another reward challenge. Except no, we don't. It's a swap. <laughs> Reward challenges were uh, not too kind. <laughs> Mojo Desert. No. Uh, at least this time there was no, uh, you know, rigmarole to get to the swap itself. It was pretty straightforward. Uh, we put a couple of messages in a separate channel with emojis under them. And when you added an emoji to a reaction, it gave you a, a role of one of the tribes. And this was set up to work effectively. And I think there were 12 reactions and each one would give you a different tribe assignment. And when you reacted, it would remove your reaction while giving you that tribe role. And if somebody else tried to use the same emoji that you used, it wouldn't work. And once we got to four people from each role, it would stop working for those roles completely. And uh, that was not how it played out when it was actually happening. We ran into, I think, uh, Sahara ended up with five people on it uh, at one point. And so we ended up jumping into the uh, audit log for the server to figure out who actually got the role first and then uh, uh, removing the, the extraneous person. Yeah, so I remember that because uh, I think the original tribe it was me... Hirsch, Cars. I don't remember who the fourth was in the original tribe, but um, I think at, at, at the sort of at the tail end of our original tribe, it was you know Cars seemed like someone who was very active, and uh, compared to the other people who uh, were very active in the sub channels, was a little bit a um, little bit cagier. So I'm thinking, okay, it might be a good initial target. Um, either at the next swap if I'm in their tribe or at the merge. And it's like, okay, I have Hirsch. And I, I, I don't 
don't remember who the fourth person was, but basically whoever it was, I felt very confident. I'm like, okay, we can, we can easily get cars out. You know, it'll be, uh, uh, if we, if we lose the immunity challenge, it'll be a smooth sailing tribe. And then we go into the merge and it feels like, uh, at least in my mind, the people who I thought is big threats were out and I'd have a good number of people. So, um, and then, and then you did the fix and then it swaps to, uh, Nux and Ari, um, and Gabe and Ari was someone who, um, person Nux that I like talked about is someone, someone, someone who, who was a target, but also someone, um, how do I put this? Uh, a, a, a little, a little bit scattered. Um, and I think. I think in uh in the uh grab the grab the idol immunity challenge, you know, certainly seen that way. Mm-hmm. Uh where it was maybe someone who would take a little bit a little bit too much charge and talk a little bit more than they should. So um so that was probably that was someone else who was who was certainly a target at the time and um and you know, I'm on a tribe with Nux who um feeling very confident about and then Gabe, who I really don't know much about, so I mean, it also seemed like a good situation where, um, you know, we, we'd probably be able to win some challenges, but then also if we went to tribal, uh, you figure things out relatively easily. Mm-hmm. So, um, so it certainly wasn't when the correct tribes were made. It certainly wasn't the end of the world by any means, but, uh, but yeah. Yeah, new tribe, new friends, new color, Yellow Sahar tribe, and uh, new immunity challenge. So four players on each tribe, and you were given, uh, you'd been given uh, a warning in the radio that a sandstorm was coming a couple of weeks later, and here it is, arrived for all of you. And this is the uh, infamous server challenge uh, of the season. Yeah, I that, that was a very um I I you know, it honestly felt more straightforward than it probably ended up being. Um cuz I I'm trying to think did we call it, did we have the shortest route? You you were the fastest to complete. Uh you also Gabe was not there to participate with you. So you were the only tribe that was down a person. Yeah, well, I guess I guess that's just our tribe, you know. Whatever <laughs> tribe I'm on, when I, well, unless there's a, you know, unless there's just lower numbers, that our tribe just really likes to sit people out. Um, but I mean, yeah, it, it felt to me that 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 challenge at least um, was very, it, it felt very straightforward once uh, we laid it out on a grid, and because um, you know, being good FMLers, I think. I think I, I know at least Dux and I pulled it up, pulled up an Excel spreadsheet and tried to map things out. Right. Um, and and we, I mean, I think once the results were uh, released, I think I think there was a shorter route, but at least the route we took was at least made sense. It was straightforward. So it, I mean that that w- that I think was another one where we were a person down, but it was also very surprising um, hearing some of the other results being. Uh, a little bit higher than ours just because at least in my mind um, that challenge was very 
it, it felt like it was very straightforward and what where you needed to go and is sort of the most optimal routes to get to the exit. Um, but apparently that that didn't hold true for the other teams. But I mean, yeah, that was. I mean, it, that was. I, and I think I think too, it's like okay, I've Nux, who I've worked with, we've literally been on every single tribe together too. So the, there's a certain level of confidence there that um, that may, depending on the tribes, may not have been there. So so that that certainly helped our team as well. Right. And it also felt like okay, we have one person sitting out, and we don't like we didn't like Ari that much. So like, you know, it's another instance where, okay, we lose and <laughs> we flip a coin and someone gets eliminated and it's not going to be one of us. So like that, that's certainly, um, I think one of the tricky things about, um, sort of the pre-merge versus merge was that it felt, it felt very much that, you know, all, a lot of the tribals when they were, it felt very, very easy where the first tribal we go to, um, we have we have one person who announces they have low score. Okay, easy vote out. You know, the the tribal after that, we had three really good numbers. So then, okay, we pick one of the other two people. You know, yeah. Um, and it didn't. It, there wasn't really any sort of jockeying for votes or anything. And then, um, yeah, I'm sure we'll talk about the final pre-merge trial. Um, but yeah, that, it felt very straightforward as well. So then. Um, that certainly didn't help things going uh, post-merge where it felt like um, where you go from very easy to certainly a lot more difficult and a lot more variables as well. Um, but in the, yeah, that at that time, it really felt like there was really nothing. Even if I lost a challenge, I wasn't going to be the one that was leaving. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I... <laughs> There, so the, the the challenge was designed for four people to run it. There were four roles that uh, the tribes had to assign amongst themselves. And when we knew, we learned that Gabe was not going to be able to participate, uh, we told you, like, okay, you're not going to have one of the roles, but you need a navigator. That's the only role that was absolutely vital to the challenge, uh, which ended up being Nux. And I remember there was... A somewhat long conversation between the three, uh, you and, and Nux and Ari, about which role you wouldn't take between the biologist, the medic, and the engineer. And I, I don't think you were the first tribe to go, so the viewers were somewhat clued into what was going, what, what was needed. And there was a brief period of time where you considered not bringing a medic, <laughs> which everyone was very excited about. Yeah, well, I'm trying to. <sighs> trying to think what besides what trying to think back to this challenge how much we um use the uh sort of the non-navigator people well but yeah that's the thing uh so you're you're trying your tribe took 22 minutes uh there was a minute long cooldown in the channel where you could progress through the map and the route you took was roughly 17 spaces. So if there was no lost time, uh, you would have made it in 17 minutes. Uh, so you, I, I don't remember what where those five minutes of extra time came from. If it was just slow movement, or you like you took somewhat of a longer route than necessary. But by and large, uh, outside of Nux as your navigator, I don't think you or Ari really did anything. Um, 
Yeah, we we hopped in the backpack and we uh, <laughs> enjoyed the views. <laughs> the best is the best challenges. Yeah, um, but it. Yeah, because I think uh, I think the other part of it too was I think the most efficient route was like through the mountains, but you had to get like uh, you had to get specific items, and I I think basically in our eyes if if we didn't go through the mountains because you know who who knows what ends up there. Then I, I, I think I think our idea was our route seemed the most efficient. Mm-hmm. If you didn't do that, so it, it felt just very obvious and straightforward. Yeah. Where that that was basically because you know we're we're a person down. Um, I don't know if we were able to see the abilities beforehand before we picked the roles. I don't remember that off the top of my head, but it felt like okay, we're a person down. You know, we're probably going to be quote unquote missing some things, so. Let's just pick a route that gets us to the exit uh, as quick as possible without being too dangerous. Mm-hmm. And um, and I think in the challenge we ended up hitting that. Yep. Yeah. There's a there's a a, a stream river th- canal that ran from the mountains off to the side of the map, and uh, every tribe went from the top left corner. They somehow, uh, either directly or in a slightly more roundabout fashion, made their way over to that canal, crossed it, and then kind of maneuvered around to the back of the mountains where the camels were waiting. Uh, All three tribes did the same thing, uh, just in different fashion. Uh, Your tribe was the fastest, Atacama was two minutes behind you, and Gobi was a further 13 minutes behind them. So... They're going to tribal council where uh, it'll be a really easy vote. Yeah, I'm trying to. This wasn't the. Because uh, this was the infamous tribal council. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I. Oh, going into that, what did I think was going to happen? So you've got Hirsch, Cat, Karstaway, and Angel Cake going to tribal council. Yeah, so, I mean, this was another scenario where. You have four people, so um, no one's immune this time, unlike uh, the previous four-person tribal council. So um, it felt like it felt like Angel and Cars. Um, I, th- I think there was some inkling at the time that they were uh, they were a duo or something. Um, so may- maybe they would vote together. I think maybe at the time, too, I was thinking maybe because we talked about cars, maybe uh, being a bit of a target. So maybe Hirsch would rally everyone else together and vote them out. Um, but it, it didn't really feel like uh, Hirsch was going to be the one leaving because it felt like it was a pretty well likable person and wouldn't um, wouldn't do anything too crazy, even though it was such a such a small number. And um because we found out, you know, when you have a small number and it's uh, it doesn't always go the way that it planned. I think I think the other tricky part too was um, at least based off of sort of mine and Nux's tribe experience that felt like in the early stages those tribes didn't really matter um, after after we swapped, where people didn't have a lot of connections, and there weren't a lot of messages. So um, after the swap happened back, then uh, those previous ties wouldn't be too important. 
Um, but they ended up being that way. And I, I think the, the other point to mention, too, was uh, Angel and Cars, they were on the second swap tribe together. Yes, they were together the whole time, just like you Right, yes. Not. So it, it, it felt like, too, that when you have that vote and you have to play around that, that uh, sort of the rational thing, it kind of would have been like uh, if we would have gone to tribal – uh, that time where you have a really strong two who aren't going to vote for each other. So then which person is going to sell out the other one first to make sure that they don't go home. Mm-hmm. So it, I think in my mind I would have thought something like that would have happened um, instead of uh, what ended up. I mean, I didn't watch any of this past season, but I'm guessing this is probably the most infamous <laughs> tribal council in uh, Discordia history. Uh, yeah, I, 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 you know, we had some, we had some decent tribal councils in Summit, but I don't think, uh, I, I wouldn't say any of them would be quite as, as, uh, memorable maybe as, uh, this one. Yeah. And I think, well, uh, I think the, the previous one too, yeah, had some interesting ones, but I think certainly, especially among the viewers, um, mm-hmm. nothing touches, touches, uh, this one. Yep. So, uh, as would come to be a very talked about and uh, tribal council and and something that people would be very curious to learn about come the merge, uh, Kat and Hirsch vote against Karstaway. Karstaway and Angel vote against Kat. There's a revote. Angel votes Kat. Hirsch votes Karstaway. Uh, they get a chance to, you know, come to come to an agreement of sorts. And they can't, and they draw rocks, and Hirsch is the one who is gone. I think yeah. that Tribal Council altogether took like almost an hour and a half, an hour and 45 minutes total. It's very long. Yeah, and it's really unfortunate too because it was one of the, uh, it, was, it was by far and away the most interesting Tribal Council, and, um, you know, lots of good, interesting talking, unlike some of the later ones. Uh, which has been unfortunate, but um, so, ooh. so I the one the one context to this that the viewers certainly don't know about is um, there was a there was a there was a leak at the time of the um, key events channel. That's right. So I I think like right after that council, um, I didn't I didn't see the exact votes, but I I think I saw that it was it was a two two split and what happened because. You know, we're like, oh, wow, Hirsch went, Hirsch went, you know, what happened? Was it like a 3-1 vote or something? Um, so it was very odd. Um, but, I, like, pretty pretty quickly right after, I um, I knew, like, the actual results to it. Um, but obviously couldn't say anything about it because, you know, <laughs> right. probably not supposed to be in that channel. <laughs> um, so so that was always that was always a part of it, and it just – it made – no sense whatsoever at the time what happened because, you know, we're thinking, okay, angel cars are like a strong duo. Um, and then you have the other side, but it's like, okay, why, why didn't Hirsch or why didn't, yeah, why didn't Hirsch flip? You know, mm-hmm. why, why did they end up going to rocks? That's just, I, uh, until obviously the game ended, it just did not make any sense whatsoever to me. Um, and it, it, that that was another instance um, where um, certainly the the idea that we had it merged because um, 
we 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 certainly as a as a trio did a little bit of uh, discussion around okay what's going to happen at merge you know who who do we think are the people that we want to work with um so we had we really did have a rough sketch and it felt like yeah especially that elimination in particular certainly took a bit of an axe to it right um, in terms of you know in my mind what you know the people and who's who's uh who do where do i think in terms of like the overall relationship web of the people on the server um who do we think we can uh pair off with so it um yeah that was i mean well on my end it was a little bit less shocking seeing the results of what happened to it <laughs> but that was it, cer- it certainly was uh bewildering to see not only the exact votes but then also um yeah just seeing hirsch leaving and uh, in that instance, because I, I, I think at the time, I, I think I think the first thought was Cat because it's like okay, you have this you have this strong duo who's been together forever, so Hirsch obviously knows that. So then, what you, you got to get rid of the other person, and um, yeah, that was a very wrong calculation on our part, but um, but it certainly at the time it's just it was so obvious, and without that context, it's it's just was i mean almost as probably uh, probably crazier than week one where you literally had someone's basically just say i was i'm terrible please get rid of me (laughs) right like it's pretty hard to top that yeah 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 (laughs) the uh the key events channel leak that you got to see for a brief uh brief not not too not too brief but uh, just long enough to kind of get a gist of what happened um and i and and that'll kind of come up again in a bit i think uh because so, so the next thing was the next challenge was an auction right well yeah so so i don't know if this was true or not at the time so when i saw that i don't think anyone had an idol at that point i could uh, be wrong that's, that's true that's true yeah so it <laughs> It, it was so weird because I, I, I was I, I saw a bit of it and it's like I see the votes but then obviously no idols and um, I think compared to the previous two seasons it felt just very odd <laughs> that that was the case because mm-hmm. it, it, it felt like yeah especially in the earlier seasons at least someone had something compared to um, compared to our season where I mean at least you you had you had a lot of FMLers you had uh, previous viewers as well so people who actually knew what they were doing and yet none of us hit an idol which was just very surprising yeah i think it wasn't until uh that the night after that uh tribal council where anything was found uh for the first time that season is when cat found uh her extra vote (laughs) so yeah it was uh pretty pretty bare pretty barren (laughs) yeah um I I don't know what to chalk that up to too. Do you th- do you think it was more the um, or lack of talent as a cast, or <laughs> it was production just too good at their clues? Uh, I don't know if I would say lack of talent in the cast, but I think and and I don't know. I I think this season the the prime people who were going to be finding stuff uh, were probably the Ari and Hirsch people like they were they'd watched previous seasons 
Uh, they were clearly going to be online all the time, spending a, you know, a disproportionate amount of time in the game compared to the vast majority of people playing. Uh, whereas, you know, Nux hadn't spectated the previous seasons. He wasn't really, uh, didn't really have his footing as far as like how the Cascades worked or, or at least how they'd worked in the past. Um, and then you had like the people who were coming who weren't from FML, Muse and Gabe and Jasmine, who completely didn't know like how the system worked as well as, you know, the other couple people who, who kind of felt in the same boat as them. And then you had Kat who hadn't spectated a previous season, but just the way she was, was able to kind of just brute force <laughs> um, whatever command she wanted to get to work eventually worked. But yeah, I, I didn't feel, you know, when I was setting up the cascades for, for the stuff that was hidden in the pre-merge that it was, you know, you know, significantly more difficult or, or significantly different from how we had hidden stuff in the past. Uh, the, the big, the big thing was that everything to be found was triggered by commands that would be pulled out of the radio. Mm. And so what ends up happening is the only two people or only a couple people who really kept listening to the radio beyond say the first weekend were Hirsch and Kat and Ari and, you know, a couple other people here and there, but by and large it was, you know, Hirsch and Kat and Ari. And that's probably a good reason why almost, I think everything that was found this season was found by Ari and Kat. Yeah. It, um, yeah, I think I, th I think at least on my end, um, I don't know. Just just the overall guessing of commands is just something. You, even in previous seasons as a viewer, when you're trying to guess what you think the commands are, is just something that doesn't really click with me. Um, couple that with not listening to the radio. Um, yeah, it makes it uh, pretty tough. I think the one, the ironically enough, the one. Um, I think the one time I might have been close was when there was the uh, post-merge challenge I, sw I swear I remember giving either the exact command or something very close to Nux mm -hmm. and he uh, uh, choked it yes. cool. uh, yeah fair, fair assessment so that, that, was, that was the only time I felt that like wow I think I got something close and it ended up um, it ended up being wasted because yeah, that that would I think that would that would have been a very interesting twist. Yes, um, I agree. So, so um, let's talk about this auction. Uh, Go ahead. Gave, okay, uh, we uh, we gave everybody a hundred dollars, and then Gobi, who was down a person, got an additional extra, got an additional hundred dollars that they could only spend on tribal items, um, and they had to decide as a trio like what where what item or items to allot that money to uh so what you had up for grabs were tribal immunity tribal immunity and spectate tribal council tribal knowledge individual knowledge individual advantage shovel and three covered items so there were nine total items available and uh your tribe went a very different direction than the other two yeah, so in that lead up, I mean, once again, let's 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 lay this out again. So I've 
never been to a tribal where I've felt that I've been in danger, where it's all been very easy targets. Mm-hmm. Not not a lot of effort to defend, you know, myself or who I think are my allies, and everyone seems to be roughly on the same page. So, so we get the we get this challenge. We hear what the prizes are, um, and you know, no no one's no one's hit an idol coming up on merge seems very um very straightforward that you know at least in my mind i felt okay we're behind the other tribes you know someone has to have an idol um like it's just been so long in the game we haven't hit anything someone has to have hit it so okay how how do you individually get advances during the game so to emphasize again I feel zero risk of going home no matter what. And I'm fairly confident that no one has an idol. Um, and I'm not worried. I'm just not threatened at all. So, um, so I'm thinking, okay, what's, what's the, what's the most optimal way to hit this challenge, right? So if we go for immunity, uh, tribal immunity, then it's a wash. Okay. We're safe, but, Okay, then so we don't have any advantages going to merge. It's it's a okay. It's it's a it's a neutral week. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying. I, I so I, I think too before I think before the challenge, uh, either Gabe said he wasn't going to be on or something to the effect of like you know I'm like not super interested in the game or something. So we weren't super hot on him. We also, you know, Ari was always someone who had a bit of a target in the mind, being an FMLer, being like a someone who seemed like he would naturally paint himself as a target. So, you know, Nux and I are like, okay, we think we can get hit. So I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, what's what's the optimal way to do this challenge? So if I don't have any pressure of being eliminated, and I feel like we're behind in getting items, then you go for the items. There was also the possibility, too, that both teams go for the same immunity one because you have the immunity with viewing and you have the uh, immunity as well. Mm-hmm. So if they both go for the same one and, I don't know, we throw a token dollar or two on the other one, then we'll get it. So a slim possibility, but certainly out there. So I, I think the, the idea was then it's like, okay, so someone, you know, maybe someone in a tribe, if they feel – uh, if they feel like their team isn't coming together and um, and they can't uh, they can't come to a consensus consensus on what item they will they might get an item but we could throw like limited amounts of money on stuff and we'll get a good collection of items um, so we really should if we if we didn't pull Ari in this would have worked out even better but you know we pull Ari in we're like okay look there's two of us there's four people. We want you. We think you'll be a great ally during merge, even though we probably, um, especially first was still in the game, you know, probably would have been uh, one of, if not the first person eliminated. So, okay, let's cut a deal. Uh, you vote with us this week. We'll get out Gabe. You can pick any one of these items, and it's yours. And we'll get the rest. We'll go to tribal. We vote out Gabe. Uh, we, you know, it's low stress, even though we're going to tribal, and it is what it is. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we divide up the items, Ari picks his item, and we, um, and we, we execute our strategy. And 
it was all it, it felt like the opposite effect um well part of this was also at the tribal but it was the, it was almost the opposite effect of the uh earlier challenge where you know we thought someone would paint themselves a target by what they got and ended up not really mattering but um even even though we kind of had the pre-built excuse that oh this guy didn't really want to be here so you know we kind of wanted to just get some items you know have some fun you know have a little bit of a party on the beach <laughs> yeah um it was not really interpreted that way especially not the tribal so um i mean it, it, it's tough because you know you have to in survivor you have to take um you have to take some risks every once in a while and they, that, I mean, at the time it didn't feel like a big risk, but it certainly was a risk, and it, uh, I don't think it paid off because, um, so I think I got some, I, I, I got some useful items, but nothing too, um, too spectacular. Um, whereas Ari got an idol that he didn't use on, uh, either of us when he had opportunities to do so. And Nux got basically nothing. Yeah, got some ceremonials that he could take home afterwards to the um, jury channel. So it, it it was a risk that didn't pay off, but um, I mean, it, it well one it could have been played better on our part to um, like maybe we could have I mean if we would have known what other people were bidding we could have bid like maybe one or two dollars and just been like uh, hey you know we. We we thought someone was with their money and it ended up not working that way. So um, so you know it, it sucks, but it was it was it was accidental. We didn't think we were gonna win everything. Mm-hmm. Compared to you know just being like just enjoying ourselves and being like yeah we got all this stuff and <laughs> turned out great. And when in, when in retrospect uh, that was not the right approach to take. Yeah. So let's see here. Um... I think you you weren't counting on on Gabe's bid, but I think you would end up telling him to put his money on one of the tribal immunities. Is that right? Correct. Yeah, because I mean, that the, the thought was okay. Maybe there's a slim chance that the one he picks is the right one. Right. Um, but uh, a part of it too was you know uh, we think we think Gabe is going to be the target if we do go to tribal. So. You know, maybe maybe we get an idol, or maybe he gets an extra vote, or something uh, that complicates things. So he can he can put his money on one of the immunities, and if he wins and we get the items, then that's the best outcome. But most likely, we're going to go to tribal, and his money is irrelevant to us getting rewards. Right. Uh, so it turned out that uh, Atacama put all their money on the first immunity, and Gobi put all their money on the second immunity, well, almost uh, in each in Atacama's case. Uh, Gabe. Had he bid, uh, it wouldn't have mattered, but he did not bid anyway. Uh, so the, nobody bid on tribal knowledge. And it's been so long, I don't even remember what that was when I think about yeah, it. Yeah, we don't. Uh, knowledge is overrated. <laughs> just, just do what you feel. Um, Ari got his, his advantage, which was a one hour trip to Tabletop Mountain, which served as an amalgam subchannel. So. Any command that worked in any of the three tribe subchannels would work in this channel as well. Uh, so he spent an hour up there just mashing commands uh, and came away with an idol that did not work until he got to the merge. Uh, there was something else he could have found, but he did not. Uh, Nux got the shovel, which 
was nothing. <laughs> um, it gave him like one command that he could use that also told him nothing. And then you got the individual knowledge, the covered item number one, covered item number two, and covered item number three, uh, tying the record for most things won at an auction with Rush. Uh, yeah, and, and one of us, one of us turned successful, and the other one, uh, not so much. I think the viewers can decide which one is true, which was not. <laughs> but so yeah, so you uh, let's get cover item two number number two out of the way because that was camel poo, useless. Um, you got the golden rock, which if you went to rocks at any point, you would be immune from drawing them. Uh, so didn't ever become useful, uh, for you, but I guess maybe there could have been a scenario where, uh, you could have potentially forced a rock situation that, you know, you would, you would have known you could have avoided having that with you, but yeah, yeah, I think, I think, I think the tricky part, um, with that particular reward is, um, Unlike other people on the season, I think if there ever was enough of a split that would have led to rocks, I probably would have been a little bit more inclined to switch boats. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, when I when I got it, it felt like okay, maybe I can use this, but uh, certainly certainly didn't feel as useful as the other items or um, other items in previous seasons. Because I know I think I think one of the ideas I had coming in as well was like getting a picnic like item where you know I'd be able to talk to people in other tribes as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, would would have been something that uh, that was extremely useful, uh, which it, there never ended up being an opportunity to get that. But um, I think that was that was another idea going into um, going into the auction that it's like okay, if I get covered at it, and it ends up being like a picnic or a cruise or something like that, where I'm able to you know strategize a bit with people before the merge, then it would have been something that would have been extremely helpful. Um, in the merge because um, you know a good amount of the people I didn't interact with and you had you know this very surprising tribal result mm-hmm. so there certainly was uh, some information that would have been useful from the other tribes um, but but alas it, it didn't come to be and I got a I got a golden rock instead which uh, <laughs> in the game had a resale value of zero dollars and zero cents uh, your individual knowledge uh, came to you in the form of uh, we would give you the number of messages that were sent in each DM channel that you were not a part of. Uh, so at the time, those were Ari Gabe, Ari Nux, Gabe Nux, Angel Karstaway, uh, and then the Chaco, Jasmine, Forza, Muse, Foursome that were on Atacama and the permutations therein. Uh, yeah, which... I, yeah, that was a bit of a red herring. I think. <laughs> it, it ends up being far more interesting than it ever had any right to be, because you're looking at Angel and Karstway, who had 935 messages in their DM, and the other, what, nine DM channels that you were given had less than half of that total combined. Exactly, yeah. And I think you even looked at your own DM with, uh, with, uh, with Nux, and it was... You know, I think you had over a thousand messages by that point, if not more than that. Right. So it, I mean, yeah, it, it, it's a bit tricky because you have, um, right. You know, you can message not outside of DMs and, 
And obviously, uh, the other big point was messages with eliminated people or if there were subchannels ever closed. Mm-hmm. Um, so those messages as well. Um, but I mean, you know, you see the list and, you know, the, the first challenge, I have this mindset like, oh, wow, these people that I'm playing with, you know, they aren't super serious. And, <laughs> you know, we had we had some people too, some people in the tribes that, you know, they're saying, oh, I want to quit or like oh, they aren't around and there's going to be challenges. So it's just a lot of reinforcements. And then you see the. I see the DM numbers as well. And it's like, you know, me, me and, you know, Angel and Cars, they're putting up, um, they're putting up some, some, some big DM numbers. You know, they're talking a lot. You know, they've been all the tribes together. They're duo, you know, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then compared to Nux and myself, it's like, wow, you know, there's just rookie numbers all around. Like, what <laughs> is going on? We're playing Survivor with with people who are, uh, you know, taking the weekdays off to uh, to watch uh, movies or something instead of messaging people. So it, yeah, it felt. I I think it certainly was useful information, but it um, once the merge happened, it was not very predictive of things at all, uh, which made it tough. Uh, yeah. So the other part of this is that. After Hirsch was rocked out, Kat shut down her DM channels with Angel and Karstaway. So by closing them, you didn't get that information. And so, you know, you're looking at this the numbers you had in front of you. Uh, 935 messages between Angel and Karstaway. At that time, the number in the Angel-Cat DM channel would have been 362. I don't know how that would have impacted anything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I think the the biggest one would have been able to see the uh, cat Hirsch DMs. Um, right. I, I don't know. I don't know how much it would have changed if we would have known that at the time. But um, but I, I wouldn't imagine it would have had zero impact. But I, I can't say that things would have changed a ton. Yeah. Uh, at the merge, if we would have had that. But um, I mean, I. <laughs> I don't even think that I didn't even think at the time it would have been possible to close a DM, <laughs> regardless of what would have happened. But uh, you know, I, neither would I. Wrong. To be honest, <laughs> it was not something I'd ever thought of happening uh, until it did. So right, yeah, because it's like I mean, even if you have a bad tribal, at least you want to DM them to you know give them give, give them an earful about it <laughs> instead of closing it. But hey, yeah, teach their own. And then, so the last thing you got was the Spy Shack, um, which gave you the ability to spy on any channel that you weren't part of that wasn't a confessional. So any sub-channel that you weren't in or any DM channel that you were not in for two hours. So basically you would say, hey, start my Spy Shack in this channel now. And two hours later, we would give you basically a Word document of all the information that was communicated in that time uh so you did use this and uh it you know depends who you ask i guess how how useful it ended up being but i don't know what i guess when you originally got this as a reward what were your first thoughts on how to use it um i think my first thoughts were um Probably to use it when I feel like there's some heat uh, on, on myself or, or Nux, you know, 
uh, where, you know, if there was a close vote, you can try and figure things out. Um, and maybe, maybe if, if, you know, maybe you think it's going to be a four, four vote and, you know, some people that are on the fence, then you can figure out, um, where, where they truly are lined at. It didn't end up, uh, working. The timing didn't work out that way. Um, and when I ended up using it, uh, it didn't work out as I originally envisioned because, because you had the, the weird idle rush, um, at the merge. Um, so it, it felt like a, it, I felt at the time, it felt very natural to use it then. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think, yeah, it, it's tough because I don't know. I, I, I mean, there was some useful information where I think we had an, we had a rough idea that Ari was one that got the idol, but then that certainly confirmed it. Right. So it, it did get it did get some good information out of it, um, and it also it was official confirmation. I say this doing air quotes um, <laughs> that uh, of what happened during the Hirsch vote. Right. Um, so it it was useful in that sense, but I don't think that helped us at all at merge because our idea of okay you have this really strong duo and a bunch of people that aren't really doing much. Um, so, so we, we really, the focus needs to be on them and we could probably just gather people up and uh, get them eliminated. Uh, it really didn't do much to change that perception. Whereas if, I mean, I, I, I'm struggling to think of what duo pair maybe would have been better to actually use it on. Uh, but I, I think there probably would have been moments or certain interactions, uh, if we maybe would have got them with maybe cat someone or maybe Chaco and someone where, could have seen, oh, hey, there's um, uh, my read on the game is just horribly off. Right. Um, then, then that certainly would have been more useful, and um, and I would have been able to recalibrate, um, depending on the timing, potentially some of the immunity challenges, or um, or some other times when I give out information, I could have done a better job there, but. Uh, it, it certainly wasn't the worst time. It's not like I got zero DMs from them. So <laughs> true. So it, it was probably like a, a solid B, B minus, something like that. <laughs> Where it got got some useful information. Could have been better, but could have been worse. Sure. Uh, so now something that I, I, you know, I remember when I announced these items, like I wasn't showing, telling everybody like who all voted or, or bid on each thing or you know what the losing bids were or anything like that. Um, there was only one person uh, that bid on any of the individual items outside of your tribe, uh, which was Jasmine. Uh, so Atacama won the tribal immunity with $360. She took the remaining 40 of her money and spread it across all six individual items. So in the world where you go for one of the tribal immunities, she would have won all of the things. And in a world where you individually would have put all your money on, say, one of the covered items or something like that, uh, she would have won everything else. Because So her bid breakdown ended up being uh, $38.70 for the advantage that Ari won, $0.50 cents on individual knowledge, $0.50 cents on the shovel, $0.10 cents on each of the three covered items. Well, yeah, so I'm, I'm trying to remember what, it, what exact bids we put on them. Uh, um, so you did all right. So 
uh, Ari and Nux put a full hundred on each of the things they got. And then you put $5 on individual knowledge, 30 a piece on the first two covered items and 35 on the last one. Yeah. I mean, that that's pretty, I, I actually, I don't, I don't know if I've either haven't heard of that or even remember that that happened, but, um, that, that, that's pretty fascinating because, um, that I think that that would have been a total, I feel like that would have been just a totally different scenario if, um, if we don't, either we, we, we do what I mentioned earlier of maybe only being a dollar or two on the individual items and we either get less or we don't get any at all. Um, and then Jasmine kind of fits our role where it, it partly where, um, you know, maybe we still go to tribal, but we also aren't, uh, there's not a group of us that are winning just a ton of items. Mm-hmm. So, so that, that's really fascinating uh, to hear that. Yeah, I remember when she, because I think she put in her bid fairly early after the auction was announced, and as soon as she started factoring in, like, down to the cent, the number she was bidding, I was like, okay, all right. Because, like, up until that point, she had sat out of most of the challenges that had happened or not been available for them uh, because of the time zone. She wasn't really online that often. And then this was the first time for me, like, watching that i was like okay she's got some savvy she, she has a little bit of a, a little bit of idea of what's going on and, and how to kind of maneuver uh around the, the this type of stuff which was really exciting um and i think that'll kind of i don't know i, I don't think we quite got a ton, enough out of jasmine that i think she could have given us but uh you'll we'll definitely come back to that at some point with the half idol shenanigans later down the line yeah so i i mean i think i think the other part of it too was so we we got all six of the items and i don't think any any of us expected that we would get all six that's why you know i spread the bid and it's like okay someone's gonna bid like 50 on an item or something Mm -hmm. and and you know once again i think the expectation was completely that we are going to be the ones that go to tribal but Someone else is going to get one of the items, and someone else is going to bid, and then it ended up happening that the bids were fifty cents. It wasn't. <laughs> you yeah. didn't even get a full dollar from any one of us of the items. <laughs> so that that uh, also did not help things. That no. um, every, everyone else played it as safe as possible because, um, especially like like the chance of getting of getting an idol, you know, potentially for one of the items. Um, or like even a, even if there was like two covered uh two half idols in those um yeah like like in a previous season it just seemed it, it, it once again it was just something that really didn't cross my mind that there were that there would be zero essentially zero mm-hmm. bids and only one person outside of our tribe that actually put any money on some of the other items and it also it also would have been something that i mean it it made it completely made sense to um to actually bid on those items instead of just fully putting on immunity. So it was, um, yeah, it was one of those things that I think, I think compared to other people that would have been less of a, less of a red flag than, um, than, you know, our tribe getting all six items. Right. Uh, yeah. So, so you are going to tribal. Um, you, I don't, I, correct me if I'm wrong. Did you have any idea of what Ari's advantage was, until he brought it up during tribal council 
Well, I think I think he said I'm trying to think if he even knew beforehand what the advantage was. Well, I, I, I think he, he must have had to because he, he had to set a time. And it was like right before tribal. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the tricky part is you don't know if it's a, um, you know, with the reward, you don't know if it's an advantage or if it's a um, disadvantage, right? Yeah. So you have it. You have you have this instance where someone's like, okay, I'm going to a sub channel for, um, you know, an hour or two, whatever. And it, I think, I think it, it it felt like you know just because, um, you know, there was at least this feeling that there really wasn't any idols that you know maybe he could get something from it. Um, but I think I think there was maybe a little bit of confidence that if he actually got something that, that we would have an idea about it, mm-hmm. um, which ended up not being the case. Uh, well, yeah, not, yeah, really not fully being the case that we knew until afterwards that we knew that he got the idol from that specific event. But, um, but yeah, it was, um, I mean, <laughs> Nux and I got five out of the six items and we, in retrospect, got the the one item we didn't get was the one that uh, that in some ways bit us most in the end. Um, but I mean, at the same time, you know, if I get that command, if I get that, and I have an hour in a sub channel, um, am I like, am I going to be the one that's going to find it? I I'm not super confident about that. That I that in that hour span, I would be. I mean, I'd, I'd certainly be in the channel trying, but I, based off of um, my ability to find commands uh, previously in the game, I, I'm not super confident that I would be able to um, be the one that um, got the actually got something out of it. Nux maybe, um, but I mean, as you mentioned earlier, you know, he wasn't one of the people that actually got something throughout the season, so uh, maybe he wouldn't have either. Right. So it's, I mean, it's it's one of those. It, it could have been, you know, I. W- one of us gets it, but we don't get anything. Then, um, okay, then it, it ends up not being as big of an advantage as it ended up being. So, yeah, that's true. Never know, because I, I I think that's the hardest part because it's like okay, Ari got an idol, but it, it wasn't like he went to the sub channel and then it was congratulations, you get an idol. You know, he certainly had to put in a little bit of work in it and trying and listening to the radio helped him out to actually get something. Um, so, so it certainly wasn't very easy to get but um but it certainly it in it based off of what everyone actually got it was by far and away the biggest reward yes so a bit of a catch-22 there yeah agreed uh yeah ari goes on his little trip uh for an hour uh comes back just before tribal council uh there's another one other thing before um that happened which was uh, Gabe, Gabe like popped into camp earlier that afternoon and said something to the effect of, uh, you know, I guess, you know, you can all vote for me and I'll like play my idol or something to that effect. Yeah. <laughs> once again, once again, just another strange moment um, where people, people between immunity challenges and idols just, just come up with weird stuff. I mean, it, it wasn't a terrible play, but at the same time, he also wasn't on and wasn't really interacting a lot with people. So, 
uh, like it, certainly, you know, if someone says they have an idol, you have to take it seriously. And, you know, we, I think we talked about a vote split or something. Um, or maybe switching to Ari, at least among us and myself. So it, it could have worked. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the problem was because he wasn't really online too much, it wasn't super. Uh, it was very similar to the uh, previous vote uh, for Juice Boxer, where he it didn't feel reliable enough, right, to actually feel confident that when we go to merge, because uh, I think we had a pretty good idea that it was either going to be after that tribal or after one more, that if we go to merge, that this is going to be someone who you know won't splinter off and go to a different group or, um, or won't be a good ally to actually. Um, get someone like someone like Ari or you know the Angel Cars duo that we were heavily tunneled in on. Uh, get them out. So I, like if 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 he's if he sends 50 more messages and I don't know talks a little bit more, then uh, there's certainly a world where that could have worked. And um, Ari goes home with an idol, which would have been incredibly hilarious. <laughs> but um, but it just wasn't there. And then it, it also it also doesn't help too because you know I also have the DM counts. Right. So um, just see just seeing the overall message counts where it's it's not even like okay he's not talking like to me, but um, you know maybe he's talking to other people. So then maybe depending on who it is, you know I can figure out okay he's actually a big threat behind the scenes or oh he's talking to someone else who I consider my ally. So I'll get rid of him or I'll keep him. And then that gives me an in with someone else. It was just, I mean, once again, outside of, outside of eight angel cars, it felt like everything was just so low around the board that everyone was just sleepwalking to merge. So, right. So it, yeah, he, um, I mean, it, really, most of the people, you know, if they, if they would have put in, um, at least a few more DMS to myself or maybe, I mean, some of it could have been on myself too, you know. If I maybe would have interacted with them a little bit more, um, then, you know, maybe uh, things would have potentially turned out differently. But, um, you know, especially skipping challenges and things like that, it's just all added up to where it felt. It felt it wasn't necessarily that we wanted to keep Ari, because uh, I mentioned a couple times earlier that you know Hirsch and Nux and I had talked about him being a target, but it just felt like Gabe just wasn't reliable enough to actually. Um, be kept around versus having Ari who, okay, we maybe can't lean on him too much, but at least we have a good pulse on him. He's active, so he can, um, he can do, he can be of some, uh, usefulness to us besides just being an extra vote. Sure, sure. That makes sense. Uh, so, uh, tribal council and, uh, uh, what uh, so so Sahara or no so Gobi tribe were able to spectate this tribal council uh, Karstaway Angel Cake and Cat and it was uh, surprisingly talkative given the circumstances uh, though I would say that the vast majority of it at first was just you know not nothing very substantial it, you know you joked about getting camel dung and that you found 15 idols and 10 vote nullifiers and $5,000 and a slightly worn sombrero inside your camel dung. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I wish of, I did. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah, we were talking about <laughs> we were talking about the um, prizes earlier. I mean, <laughs> you know, it was a big step up. Sure. What can I say? But yeah, I mean, it's just it's just bizarre in retrospect because uh, that was one of the things I, I haven't recently looked back. But one of the few things I looked back on was that tribal council, and it's like, I mean, I, I guess it, it, it's almost like um, it's almost like in, uh, in in Big Brother when when you hit like uh, top four and then you win HOH or you win POV or something or something and. Uh, and you, you're like, okay, well, I'm in the final three, or like, oh, I'm in the finals, you know. And we uh, did that at the tribal before merge when there's still ten people in the game, and over half of them are viewing the tribal council. I mean, it was it was just so odd. Um, I mean, because I mean, I think I think our mindsets, you know, we're like, okay, we got all these rewards. Um, and we aren't going to be the ones going home. So, I mean, and it's probably going to be a merge, so, like, we're going to be out of our tribes, and it's going to be enjoyable, and, um, you know, let's kick back and have some fun at Tribal, and, um, yeah, Tribal Council is not exactly the place to uh, kick back, open some cold ones, and rip some jokes at everyone <laughs> else's expense. Uh, just a, a major miscalculation, and I think, I think even more so than the, um, and actually bid on all the items. I think I think that tribal council did not do favors uh, for us just because you had you had Cat who next and I we hadn't interacted with at all. Um, so I imagine on her end it wasn't a particularly positive first impression. And then you have um, and then obviously Angel Cars were two people who at least we had targets on. And um, being so nonchalant. Um, I would also not have done his favors uh, mm -hmm. with those two as well. No, no, I, I'd say not. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I we've had I think we've had a, a a spectate tribal council thing in the season prior to this one in Chattern. We did it again in the season after this in Dark Forest, and you know the general idea that I think a lot of the tribes of the people who are going to be spectated uh they say all right this is we got to be you know don't give away in for any information don't you know don't say more anything more than you have to and so it makes it so you know like you know you kind of said like joking around and and you know it's somebody else's expense but and then on top of that you know like i always do i get to the point where all right uh unless somebody wants to say something else it's time to vote and like you're being spectated and as soon as i say that nux says let's vote and immediately ari's like wait a second i have something else to tell everybody about which i just I, i'm fascinated to be able to ask ari why he brought this up because i wasn't going to ask him about it if it didn't come up on its own but he wanted to volunteer his trip to tabletop mountain and his ride in the helicopter and even though he said he got nothing he, yeah, he obviously got something. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> and I think I think the the uh, oh, what was I gonna say? Yeah, so the, the 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 thing too. So originally when we were DMing this week, we were talking, and I thought Ari was the next person up. Um, so I was thinking of questions to him, and I'm thinking, I I mean that that's a fascinating point. Why he decided to just bring it up unprompted? Um, 
it would be yeah obviously an amazing question to ask him but he's also already done an autopsy of his entire game 15 times so it's like (laughs) true it's like how much more is he gonna be able to say (laughs) but yeah it's just i i don't i mean all of us i mean it's just a it's a i mean i think as i said because you know next and i've been to every single tribal council We've never really had any time that we felt like we're leaving. And then and then we just get to this one where it's like, eh, we have three votes. The game isn't going to do anything. It, it is what it is. And we just, like, cut back on one. And uh, instead of doing the, you know, oh, yeah, everyone's great, you know, it was a tough vote, you know, really tough, you know, is uh, we didn't, you know, we – we the production, you know, put the wrong dollars on the biz. We actually all voted for immunity, but something I messed up, you know, something like that. We're just like, hey, you know, we want a bunch of stuff. We got all these big rewards, you know. We went on a trip, you know. This is utterly bizarre. Yeah, but that, that's almost the survivor, you know. That's honestly, being a player, you just you just get yourself. You can't plan out what what happens and you just get yourself into these situations where something just makes complete sense. And then you look back a month later and you're like, what was I doing? Yeah. (laughs) It's so, it's so interesting. Uh, you know, I, having watched all the seasons of the show at that point and now, and, and just kind of, there's so many times where you see somebody do something and you just, you, you cannot wrap your head around why they would do it. And and it's generally much, you know, I'm, the things I'm thinking of are much more uh, impactful than just, you know, being a little talkative at tribal council necessarily. But then you can't possibly understand it when it happens and you're watching it because you've never been out there and you've never been in the situation where you're surviving on an island. And so when I see stuff like that happen in Alliance, it, it, it sucks. And like, I... I, you know, secondhand embarrassment, secondhand, you know, on, you know, mistakes and whatnot. But, but at the same time, I'm also sitting here thinking, man, like we've done such a good job at recreating the experience that people are actually like acting against their own interest because they're like trapped in this weird vortex of a world that is this season. So it's, it's really strange from that perspective. Absolutely. And I think, I think too, if this was like actual survivor and you pull up the exact same situation i think it like it, it's uh it would have been totally different you know even just having instead of just seeing a uh, name in a discord channel actually having people in person um mm-hmm. you know witnessing the tribal council like i it, it, it's just so interesting how there, there's so many you know um i mean part of it is just is just how the setup is but then also um also, at the same time, you know, like I'm trying to rationalize here, like, oh, you know, this was bad in retrospect. And, oh, if I actually would have seen these people, it would have been totally different. Or, um, you know, if someone would have uh, talked, uh, if, you know, Gabe talks a little bit more, you know, maybe something else happens. Or, um, you know, maybe, yeah, maybe maybe if uh, Nux would have said anything, maybe Ari doesn't say anything. But then, you know, I, I almost feel like you could have changed some of the parts of this and the exact same outcome would have happened. You know, you just, right. it, it, that's just the hard, it's just the hardest part because, um, you know, as a viewer, you, uh, especially 
especially in the, the Discord survivors. You know, you see everything. You know, you see the confessionals. You see the well, yeah, you mostly see the confessionals. You see all the DMs. You see everything. So you have like a like a ninety five percent view on like what's happening in the game, and um, unless either you know people are um, cheating and sending DMs um, or are or you know, or just totally BSing everyone, and then do something completely different at a tribal or an immunity challenge. Then you have a pretty good idea of what's going on, not only with an individual player but everyone else. And I mean, in in the actual game, if if you have that level of detail with three people, then you're doing like extremely well. Mm-hmm. And you, you never, uh, you not only will you never have a full idea of what's truly happening in the game, but um, but I, I, I think you never should really have the confidence that you know everything that's happening in the game. Um, where, um, especially, you know, the first, we'll talk about the version a bit, but that definitely, in addition to what led up to it, but just, uh, thinking that I had an idea of what was going on when in fact I had no idea what was going on. Um, I think he, not, not even knowing more, but even just knowing that I didn't know, you know, it's, it's one of the, right, right. like, you know what you, you know what you know, but then you also know what you don't know. I didn't know what I didn't know. And that, <laughs> um, in a couple of the situations that certainly caused, uh, caused some issues as I'm sure we'll discuss in a sec. Yeah. I, I'd say I'd agree. Um, so all that said, uh, three votes go against Gabe. Gabe votes for you. So another instance of a stray vote coming your direction. Um, but I, I, I don't know. Did you think anything more of this one than the other one? I, I didn't. Um, I mean, I don't. I think because it was a um, tribal witness by people outside of the tribe, um, I think that, that that may have added a little bit more to it. But, I mean, it, it was the same situation as before. You know, it's uh, one vote. It's someone who's um, who's leaving the game, who's not even going to be in jury. So just someone who's not very relevant uh, to the game after they leave. And um, and just, yeah, it really really didn't mean much. And and, there, and it's like there was a merge happening. I haven't interacted with uh, a, a handful of the people yet. So, like, I yeah, it really didn't mean much at all right. at the time. So uh, we move on from this, and finally, there is a merge. The finally, there's a merge, yep. Ten players left in the game at the time were Angel Cake, Ari, Karstaway, Chocoplex, FML Cat, Jasmine, LaForza, Lurker, Muse, and Nux. I believe you had been on a tribe with uh, with all, the, all of those players, except for a lot of them. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's what, that's what I was about to say. <laughs> so uh, you hadn't been on a tribe with Chocoplex. You hadn't been on a tribe with FML Cat. You hadn't been on a tribe with LaForza. And you hadn't been on a tribe with Muse. So four of the ten people you uh, are just now getting to get talked to for the first time. Yeah, and the, the crazy part is, uh, so um, besides Forza, so the other three finished uh, second, third, and fourth. So uh, quite clearly what, what the players didn't realize is that if you're not on a tribe with me before Merch, 
you have some pretty good chances to win the game. It's true. So I, I don't know if I could use that to my advantage, but um, uh, certainly certainly could have thought about that a little bit more. <laughs> so uh, you're at the merge feast. Uh, everyone eventually decides on the name Mojave. Um, as I think I think Nux said, it was the biggest desert that had not been used as a tribe name that season yet. Uh, new tribe color is blue. Uh, I don't know what, what, um, what, where, what, are, where are you? How are you feeling about the your situation within this group of ten people at first? At at first, I think I'm feeling pretty good um, because you have you have uh, you know I think if you go back to right before the second swap, um, I think there was probably we named like five or six people. You know that, uh, including myself and Nux and um, and Hearst, that we we had a group of like five or six people that were like, okay, we can get a good group together, right after merge, get through a vote or two, and things should be pretty good. Um, yeah, I think I think I, yeah, it would have been. I think it was before. It was definitely before Castle's elimination because Castle was definitely one of the people on the list, and then um, Castle gets eliminated. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hearst gets eliminated. So it definitely, you know, in terms of what my original merge plan was, it definitely changed. Right. But at the same time, it's like, okay, we have all these people. They're not really messaging each other too much. <laughs> um, you have – Kat's probably not happy with um, Angel and Cars. So, you know, she seems kind of easy. You know, Chocoplex, we're in a power group together, and Nux uh, knows him IRL. A little bit, yep. so like you know, that seems like it seems like slam dunk there, easy. <laughs> um, and then you know we'll get a few more votes, and no one else will really organize anything, and uh, we're good to go. Easy peasy for, for a little bit, yeah. And it, once again, it sounds great on paper, but uh, the I think the reality of the situation. Um, I mean, I I haven't read back through everything, so I don't really know how much of the overall idea of just general disorganization uh, besides the uh, secret trio of uh, Chaco Muse and Cat? Uh, um, I don't really know how much that was true for the, for, for some of the other players, but, um, but certainly by the time of the first tribal that, well, in terms of voting, that wasn't really the case, but I, I don't even know if, if, if that was, if that was particularly accurate at the time. So, so definitely, by vote time, definitely the instincts were just totally wrong on, on what the state of the tribe was. But it, um, but I, I don't know. Maybe my read initially was correct, or maybe it was completely wrong as it eventually came to be. Yeah, it, the, there, there's some, there's some definite interesting uh, wrinkles that are going to take place prior to this first vote that um, are, you know, talking to Nux about this. Uh, he seemed to think were very important with regard to uh, the ultimate outcome here. Uh, so the first of those being the idol hunt that everyone scrambled for shortly after you were released from the merge feast. Yeah, I think, I mean, it, 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 I think the, the tricky part is, um, get. I mean, there's certainly, 
were events post-merge that had a a major impact. But um, I think the balance between, you know, okay, how much was, uh, before things started happening, how much could have been done or how much were things pretty set versus whenever, when all the events that happened after the merge took place, how much of that truly directed things. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, it, it's something I, you know, if I read back, I could probably find out a little bit more, but um, having not read back, I can't really say like how much there truly was a big target necessarily on myself and Nux at the merge before versus uh, depending on how the things went, that there was a target. So, um, but yeah, I think, yeah, that first the idol hunt was certainly uh, an interesting start to things. Yeah, this is uh, again uh, fascinating to eventually talk to Ari about this, but this was another instance of him, uh, you know, trying to be, in my opinion, too cute about how he was handling things. So the way this worked was there was the Ozymandias command. Everyone, I believe, had used it at one point or another prior to the merge and it essentially boiled down to this could be important later and then post merge if you used it in the dunes you got a scroll with the uh poem that ozymandias refers to and in the sort of background of the poem underneath various phrases were symbols that connected to the sub channels you had access to use those commands in the appropriate subchannel, and you got four additional scrolls. Three of them had letters on them that filled up a grid, and the fourth one was a key that blocked out the majority of the letters and gave you a command. Use that command, which was Ra is the one who bore him in the proper subchannel, which was the outpost. You got to go to the crypt, and in the crypt there was a very easy search command that gave you the idol, and then you could leave. Uh, so all that said, uh, Nux was the closest person early on to reaching the crypt. And then, uh, he said he, he told me he had like a work meeting that afternoon and it ended up getting in the way. And, but then even after the work meeting was over, he didn't think anyone had gotten into the, anyone had solved it yet. And so he was working on it and he kept like looking at it the wrong way and spelling it incorrectly trying to unscramble it when it didn't need to be unscrambled, uh, putting it backward and when it should have been forward, uh, all these different things um, that ultimately ended up in somebody else getting into the crypt first, which was Ari, uh, who got in by himself and got the idol and got out. And then other people started going into the crypt and he followed them (laughs) back into the crypt uh, where the bot messed up on us and started giving everybody idols. And then we had to fix that problem. Yeah, I think I think in retrospect, you know, if there's like 15 idols given out, I think I think you should really let the players keep them. Um, I mean, that won't cause too much impact in the game. Um, <laughs> too much impact. Not too much. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, what a, what a world that would be. Um, <laughs> yeah. I've been muted. Five more trials. Good luck, people. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think yeah. I mean, that, that that's part of the thing too with um, Ari. I mean, very like I think I think we had a 
before I used the shack, I think we had a rough idea that he was the one that had the idol. Mm-hmm. But then, and then obviously, um, once we, once I used the shack, it was like, okay, it has to be Ari. Yeah. And then, um, and then like there, like at no point in the next two weeks did he ever, like he would always be like, oh, I don't, I don't know who got the idol. Maybe like very much like. <laughs> Shade, like just very shady about like whether or not he actually had it or like oh maybe maybe someone else got it who we had like a like a pretty good confirmation that they didn't get it um and just all it's just just the entire like a lot of the interactions with him were just like it's just uh he he never he never seemed to be straight with things which the, the funniest part too was after the uh after the next vote too like he he messaged me and was like, "Man, like how could this happen and stuff?" And that, and my first instinct wasn't like to like you know try to pick him up as ally or try to come up with something. It was to try and throw him under the bus as many people as possible. <laughs> it was like he was even though he actually was like the like one of the few people that actually voted with us. Uh, he was the one person who just immediately ran him over. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. His his uh, his sort of up and down relationships with you and Nux, with uh, La Forza and Cat as well were were, were very fascinating to uh, sort of track throughout this post merge see- season. Uh, yeah, it's, exactly. It it's... Just, it's very very confusing at times why things happen the way they were way they did and and why I don't know. It, there definitely seemed to be a point where um he could have had allies and yet for whatever reason the, the, he always managed to find a way to not have allies uh, <laughs> yeah that's so i mean it, it, in some ways it's a you know it, it's an impressive skill to win survivor but it, you know you also have to <laughs> find a way to um lose it you know it's like um it's like the Boston Red Sox before they won a World Series, you know, or I guess the Cubs too as well, where you just have like you couldn't even make up just the number of ways that they they uh, lost World Series or lost uh, uh, series to qualify for the World Series, you know. It felt, it felt like that in a way where Ari was so I wouldn't necessarily say incapable, but. Um, just the way that he interacted with people always managed to rub people the wrong way and uh, do some of the opposite, you know, not really get allies and make people feel more skeptical of him when he was probably one of the people that was messaging um, others uh, more often than not. So, you know, in a game where, at least in my mind, a lot of the people were less active than myself, the like you would think, oh, you know, you kind of want you want to keep the people who are at least active together, and he seemed like a, you know, he's a familiar, like someone who seemed like a natural ally. It just for whatever reason, it just never, um, never worked out for him just because of how odd some of his interactions were. Yep, yep, that's uh, that's about it's about how it happened. Uh, so, so Ari gets the idol. Uh, everyone that got that quote unquote found an idol. I went around and told them, Hey, uh, no, you didn't. Sorry. And then there was a brief like, okay, well who actually got it? Yada, yada, yada. Um, 
you like you said, you used the shack. You pretty much you figured out who did have it. Uh, I think everyone kind of had a good idea of who had it. Uh, that being Ari. I remember there was even a point where um, Laforza just went into his DM with Ari, and he was like, "So you got the idol?" And Ari basically was just like, "Yep." <laughs> like he just he kind of like folded immediately. Yeah. But I don't know if he was trying to like joke about it or not. I don't know, but it, it was it was very funny when it happened. So uh, that being said, um, we come to the first immunity challenge, and I would say this is this is probably the biggest reason in my mind as to why uh, the votes were able to coalesce so easily around. Nux, or or not not necessarily Nux, but just not just like one of the two of you, uh, in my mind, and that's because this challenge penalties uh, really prevented much strategy from taking place. Oh yeah, I completely agree. Because um, I mean, I I think if if uh, I if we ran it back again, I think, and even if we could only send like two messages to each other i think i think the pretty clear idea would have been okay one of us immediately goes out so you're taking no penalties you can play the social game with everyone else um and you're you have you're not taking um any any potential risk and then the other person stays in no matter what because i i i mean i think i think uh uh forza plays it uh really well where it's like I mean, so the the penalties were not great, but uh, I think only I think only one of them even carried over past the week. So it's like, okay, does it really matter if you can't DM everyone if you're safe? Mm-hmm. Um, if any, if anything, it almost helps a little bit because you know you're not the one planning anything, so th- there's a little bit less heat that's off of you, even though you just won immunity. So that because it ended up being I stayed in. Uh, a good chunk of the way? Yes. You dropped out at the ninth penalty, which was the Black Rock exile, until exactly. two hours before tribal. Right. So I'm, I'm still taking penalties. So, you know, I couldn't DM people for a while. I would, um, you know, couldn't be in the side channels. Um, so I still took a, a, good, a good amount of things that impacted, you know, if I was able to message other people or um, or, or just, just overall plot out what was going to happen at the tribal, um, which certainly could have change the fate of things um but then i also didn't win anything so it's just all negative and no reward and then uh nux also tri- uh, nux also took even more penalties than myself but then also didn't win yeah so um so it, it really was just a um blunder on our part and i think and i think also because um as you mentioned um, sort of at the beginning of when we were talking about the merge how you had a lot of people Get four four people that we um, that we hadn't interacted with, and then um, another two people that we hadn't interacted with. Um, they were on the first tribe, but they weren't on we weren't on the same tribe until merged. So it's just a lot of there were a lot of things that were unknown on our part, and and we couldn't we couldn't message with people, we couldn't coordinate with people. So it, it was just a yeah complete. Uh, as a duo, a complete strategic blunder on how we played it. Yeah. Uh, so you've got Ari and FML Cat. They drop out first penalty. Carstway drops out the second one. 
Uh, everybody else stays in for a while until Chocoplex and Jasmine drop out at number six, which was uh, losing DM channels for the rest of the day. Uh, then there's you dropping out at nine. And then we get to penalty number 12, which was losing DM channels until Tribal Council, uh, which is where Angel Cake and Nux both dropped out. And Lars accepted that penalty and would win the first immunity challenge. So, effectively, uh, you had Ari, Kat, and Karstaway, and Chocoplex and Jasmine, who were free to talk to each other until the end of the day. Then, at that point, you could join them. And then, two hours before Tribal Council, uh, Angel Cake and Nux could join everyone else. So, <laughs> it... I get, but, I guess, like, the... If if Ari wasn't part of the group of five people that could DM the entire time, it would have been really easy to see, like, okay, who's not here with us? We can put these votes on one of them. Uh, it can't be Lars, because he's immune, but somebody else. And if Karstaway is part of that group, she's not going to pick Drew, Angel Cake. So Nux and Lurker were the next two people who lasted the longest. Seems like a pretty straightforward thing. But then there's Ari, who's in this conversation, who's ultimately going to vote with you. And yet, <laughs> somehow, it, it doesn't... He either isn't part of the conversation, uh, but we've kind of established that he's one of the more talkative people, so you would expect him to kind of have an idea of what's going on. Uh, or he's just not concerned for you and, and Nux. But if he wasn't, why would he vote with you? I don't know. Exactly. It's just very exactly. It's just very exactly. confusing. <laughs> I yeah. It's just once again, it just doesn't make how how he played it just didn't make any sense. Because uh, it's like, yeah, it, no. It could, it, if let's just say you swap my position in cars, um, and and I'm the one with uh, the other three people, mm-hmm. um, then. I'm I'm throwing that target directly on uh, on uh, cars or angel cake and um and yeah with none of them to defend themselves you know it should be pretty straightforward and I think especially too with the how you had the um how you had the the very contentious uh, tribal that um, Kat was part of I don't I don't think it would have been a terribly difficult sell to do but then it, if you have Ari who's like kind I mean kind of is our ally but he's kind of not and we kind of don't think he's our ally but he kind of is but he kind of isn't like <laughs> i yeah it's just there there's not really there's not really anyone in that group who either has a ton of interaction with us or um or is actually going to bat for us but then somehow already votes with us somehow yeah yeah, <laughs> I, yeah it, it doesn't doesn't make sense uh, yeah. on paper. So, yeah. And even, even on my end, you know, I, I waited right until 1201 and was immediately messaging people afterwards. But, um, mm-hmm. but it, it sounds like at that point the damage was already done. So, well, yeah. So you get, you gain your gain access right after midnight Eastern. Um, did you feel like the, the, the decision had been made or, because, you know, Nux seemed to be under the impression, and, and I guess by extension, I would assume you would as well, that you kind of, I don't know, you, you were blindsided by this coalition that formed against your side. Yeah, I would, um, 
I would agree with that. I think that I think so. You know, I had the I had the spice shack and and I knew what happened with that vote. So, um, I guess it seemed a little odd. Like I. I I I, 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 I guess I was thinking at the time, you know, like there maybe won't be a lot of coordination or um, there wasn't a lot of of uh, it didn't make sense for us to go. Like, why would they target us at the time? Because we were going for angel cars. So it's like, okay, like, why would they? I I didn't really think of like, okay, who, who would these other people vote for? Um, versus who do I want out? Um, and I mean, it, it, it certainly logically makes sense that um, we, you know, we were doing, they were a duo, so one of us has to go, and um, one group is actually able to talk to other people, and the other group isn't. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it makes sense, but I think I think we were thinking, you know, post merge is like, oh, we have we have Chaco, he's been with other people, he'll talk to them, and we have Ari, and you know, we kind of have Jasmine, so that's five. Like worst case, we go to a um, we go to a uh, split vote at the worst case. But it it at least from our interactions with people, we never really got the sense that something was terribly wrong about that assessment. So, I mean, it it definitely you know when you lay it out uh, again, there's another situation where uh, either as a viewer or you know looking back on it almost a year later, um, yeah, it totally makes sense why we were screwed and we should have. You know, obviously should have played the immunity challenge differently, but then also when the immunity challenge was over, should have uh, put a little bit more effort into not only actually getting votes on someone else besides the two of us, but then um, actually understanding that one of the two of us could actually go. Um, and in the game, that just didn't happen. We were still we were still too excited over our last uh, tribal that we didn't really think anything could go wrong <laughs> in the next one. So. Yeah. Um, did, uh, y- you mentioned Chocoplex, um, you know, he- he's somebody who, you know, you hadn't been on a tribe with up this whole time, but who your external connections with, you kind of always felt like he would be someone you could work with. And that ends up not being the case. Was that, I don't know, did you, did, I guess, I don't know if, if I would characterize it as necessarily like him playing you, but did he? feel like he would he was going to be on your side i get or did were you being fed this alternate scenario where you know you did have the votes by chocoplex by jasmine by you know whoever else um that's an interesting question uh i think it's i i mean I, I guess I wonder how much of it was just overall interactions before the immunity challenge um, more than anything else, because I, I, I think I, I think one of the things that um, when you're talking about the rewards, about how um, how the seeing the DM numbers didn't really matter. Um, it wasn't really that important. And I think I think it was I, I think on our end, it was a little bit overemphasized the fact that, oh, these numbers were low, therefore people aren't active and there isn't any sort of alliances mm-hmm. so then so then if you're coming to the mindset that okay there's maybe one duo and and it really like no one else is really doing any much of anything then even just interacting with other people would be enough 
to convince them to vote with you and then already having those pre-established connections outside of the game then like you know it's a slam dunk that like it, it really wasn't in my mind um at least among the people that we thought we had votes for i was much more worried about re voting for someone else or trying to pull an idol on our target than um <laughs> Than Chocoplex uh, flipping the vote, even though you know never really interacted with him in the game, obviously had uh, pre-existing alliances. So it it, it once again it's another situation. It doesn't really make sense, but in the game, just I tunneled in on uh, the external game connections instead of focusing on um, on sort of the state of the game as is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. Uh... Yeah, I, 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 this challenge, I, 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 I love the idea of it, and I think the the fact that what it ultimately does, it or at least in this season, it, what it ultimately did was kind of um, shut down the players to the extent where they, you know, the post the first vote after the merge, you generally have everybody's talking to everybody else because there's so much to talk about because this is like a huge vote that generally sets in motion like what's coming down the line and i it did in this season too but uh it did it without any of the conversation aspect really and i think that is my biggest disappointment in this challenge and at least in where it was placed and and what the penalties were from that standpoint yeah, no, I think I think in terms of just overall, I, I would agree that I think in a, in terms of overall challenge design, you know, it reminded me of the um, the challenge the challenge earlier in the season with the uh, grabbing the idol, where mm-hmm. it's, it's not really a quote unquote you know skill challenge where um, you know you don't have to be really good at puzzles or you don't have to be um, you know like really good at mini golf or whatever. You don't have to be you, like it's not right. something where yeah. you have to have like a certain subset of skills to do it's all it's more you know mental like okay what can i rationalize giving up or what what's my state in the game so i mean yeah it it was an interesting challenge um and i think yeah certainly if it was maybe a a week or two later in the season probably like two or three weeks later in the season um where maybe things are solidifying but um but you have this challenge where basically everyone has to almost give a rating to how secure they feel in the game um but the, yeah, it was just very tough, uh, tough week, week, week one to do. Um, but I, but again, it's a survivor. You have to adapt to the circumstances and, um, and in the, you know, while, while it's easy to say, you know, maybe this challenge could have been different or maybe, maybe, you know, the strategy could have been different, you know, the way that, you know, myself and my closest ally, Nux played it was, um, was certainly not the correct play. Yeah. So, uh, now here's an interesting, so I talked to Nux and like you kind of said, you both entered this tribal council under the guise of, or under the illusion that, you know, you know, maybe worst case scenario, it was going to be a five, five tie or, you know, worst case scenario, it's Ari who flips against you or whatever. Um, he said, that his his biggest kind of uh, failsafe was because the two those two stray votes you received had happened, he felt that if something bad was going to go go, go wrong, 
you would be the one targeted instead of him and he would be okay like even even if the worst case scenario where everyone was against the two of you they'd target you in, before they'd target him based on the couple of votes that you'd received previously uh how do, how do you feel about that i mean i would agree with that i guess i would <laughs> no, i i mean i guess i i was surprised that you know if, if the choice was really between the two of us i'm a little bit surprised that he was the one that went first instead of myself um so I, I I don't think that's a wrong assessment. Um, yeah. And you know, having not looked back, I don't really know how exactly they came to the decision of Nux over myself. Um, but, um, but yeah, that's that. I would I would agree with his assessment. I mean, in addition yeah. to one of us going home, the one the fact that it was him or going to jury, the fact that it was him over myself was a little bit. That I mean, I didn't think that either of us were going home, but the fact that it was him over me was a little bit odder. Yeah. Uh, so your plan on your your side with Nux and and ultimately with Ari was to split the votes between Carstaway and Angel Cake. Is that right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to remember back. It sounds like a dumb enough plan to pull off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ari ends up voting for Carstaway. You end up voting for Angel Cake. Nux ends up voting for Carstaway. As the only three votes that aren't for Nux, um, I guess I don't know if you can like put yourself back in the position where you're watching these votes be revealed. Uh, I know you and Nux at the time were unable to talk during tribal council as one of your penalties. Do do you remember the I don't know just like watching the votes be revealed and like the feeling of oh no. I mean I I, I think the tough part is. Um... Until you get to the final, you know, the vote that actually eliminates, mm -hmm. then you can always – there's always uh, a little bit of rationalization even <laughs> if the votes aren't coming your way that it's like, okay, he's just reading off everyone else's votes first, you know, then our votes will come in later. Mm -hmm. um, so there was a little bit of that at play, but I think after like two or three votes that it was kind of like – yeah, two or three vote, like just a, a long a streak of sort of his votes coming in, and it's kind of like, yeah, I don't think this is quite the idea that I had. of <laughs> no. What was going to happen? So certainly not. Mm -mm. Uh, yeah, seven votes for Nux, and I think I figured I realized this when I was talking to him. I don't know that any player has ever received that many votes cast against them in a single tribal council in like a single round of voting outside of this. I, I think prior to this and after this point, six is the max that someone has received individually. Um, so, uh, I mean, you know, it's a, it's a record in its own way. I guess. Exactly. You know, some people win survivor, other people get in the record votes for having the most amount of people voting against them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Nux is sent to the jury, first member of the jury, and now, for the first time in the game, you are without your main ally. Uh, the only person that voted with you was Ari. I don't know how aware you were of that element at the time. Oh, no, I thought, I'm like, I'm like, oh man, Ari played me. You know, what, why did I ever trust this guy? And then he ended up being the one person to vote yep. with us. So... So I guess like what's what's the immediate 
you know, clearly you are in a very, very bad position. What what's the plan, if anything? So, I mean, my, my mind was like, OK, you know, Cars Angel, they 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 got me good. They got me good. They got me next good. Um, so maybe so they 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 found a way to foot the votes and um, and do something. So I need to figure out figure out a way to uh to sell out Ari and um you know get get on their good side and you know everyone else there just doing whatever they think they're doing so if I lay low for a bit and um and let you know they they can get rid of whoever they want as long as it's not me and I'm good mm-hmm. so so yeah that that was my that was certainly my initial thoughts coming out of it where I mean, in terms of like my read on the game, um, it, it didn't really change in the sense of okay, who's really pulling the strings? You know, are are, are people strong players um, or are they not? And I mean, it really didn't change too much until after the season. Um, but instead of, instead of being like okay, wow, I had seven votes go against someone who I thought would get maybe two or three at most, probably zero. Um, trying to re like reevaluate from the lens of okay clearly something went wrong this week how how do you fix that um, that was not entirely my mindset at the time mm-hmm. yeah I think that it's always I think you know when you have a tight pair whether it's you know Angel Carstway you and Nux uh, or whoever else when you get the first member of that pair out I think every so the fallout of that, oh, it, it, there's always this moment where it's like, okay, well, do we take out the other pe- person in that pair, or has that person been, you know, effectively neutered to the point where we don't have to worry about them, at least not in the near term? And it's always curious to see, you know, because some people think it's thinking, well, we gotta let's clean this up first, and then we can move on to other things, or like, okay, well, now we have a, that's no longer the biggest target left in the game; it's somebody else, and there's this. I don't know, in this season, it was kind of a hybrid of the two because they did end up targeting Ari at the next vote, but it's, you know, that isn't who gets voted out. Um, and, you know, you you kind of, if Ari hadn't had an idol, I think, it, you know, and Ari goes home, you're still going to be the person who gets the second most votes. And you're kind of now the like, okay, well, if we have to split the votes... We're going to split them between our target and Lurker. And whoever the target is, the target and Lurker. The target and Lurker. And I don't know if it would have lasted beyond getting Ari out uh, or or if you would have just followed after him as number eight in that instance. But Right. You know, or maybe, I, I know. maybe after that week I get an immunity and sure. you know, start to connect more with other people and maybe things work out better. But, yeah, yeah it was uh, – I, I mean, especially considering the first uh, – Merge immunity challenge. It uh, was a tough spot, <laughs> for sure. So, uh, so uh, we get to the next individual immunity challenge, the story of Mojo Desert, uh, where I would read a story about the history of Mojo Desert to each player, and then you would each go through a series of command answers for multiple choice questions um, based on the story, and uh, whoever did it fastest would win immunity on top of that uh 
Uh, La Forza and Angel Cake both had a disadvantage incurred to them from the penalties challenge. And so I think the they, all the channels had a cooldown. Theirs was double. And it, it effectively took them out of the running of this challenge uh, at the end of the day. But I guess in the world where, I don't know, everyone else could not answer one of the questions or, or just completely didn't listen to the story, maybe they had a chance. But uh there's that um so uh i guess for you going into this challenge gotta imagine it was a must win type of thing oh absolutely yeah you did it you did well not quite well enough but you did well yeah well i i think it, did i come in i want to say like third or fourth third yep yeah third so hey i got the bronze medal sure um, doesn't turn into an idol but Got yeah. a bronze medal. Yeah, it's as useful as a Dunes insignia. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, so we had Jazz. Lars didn't do it because he saw the penalty and he was like, well, it's not worth trying. Uh, Jasmine was unable to do it. Karstway started and then ha had to, I think, had to uh, step away partway through because of her children. Uh, Muse got to the last question and was not able to answer it. Angel Cake. With the disadvantage, it took him 22 minutes and 39 seconds. Chocoplex took 12 minutes and 18 seconds. You took 10 minutes and 26 seconds. Ari did it in 8 minutes and 35 seconds. And Cat won with 7 minutes and 49 seconds. Right, yeah. Somewhat close, but still a little bit too far. Yeah. So Cat's immune, um, and you are vulnerable. Uh, I guess... Are you expecting to be the person that everyone's going to target, or did you were you able to kind of realize that the main target was Ari? Or oh what? no, I thought I thought I was gone. <laughs> no, no, it was uh, the only thing I was concerned about doing was you know leaving a little uh, etching on some stones, you know something that I was here and uh, beelining it straight to the uh, straight to the uh, the jury island. Uh, so you sent a, uh, so let's see, uh, morning of the tribal council, I think it was May 15th. Uh, you sent a confessional. Do I wait for 20 minutes or <laughs> torpedo my game? And then, uh, looks like not even a minute later, you sent a confessional that said torpedo. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> Well, okay, so so my 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 like 200 IQ strategy here was I'm like okay, okay, so you know angel cars are like this big duel, you know if I if I get if I just send just send everything I know to cars, you know tell her everything, then maybe they vote someone else out and maybe I'm good, and if not, well I think I'm going home anyway, so I mean yeah whatever it is what it is, so yeah I send along. I, it, it's so ironic because my best chance at, you know, it's like it's like Ari giveth, Ari taketh, in the fact that Ari, I think was like considering using an idol on me or something just crazy. And you know, well, first off, he never really communicated to anyone that he actually had an idol. Mm -hmm. So you know, so you know, if maybe I work on him a little bit harder, harder, he uses an idol on me. And then I stay because of that, and he probably leaves. Versus, um, you know, the whole very long DM didn't really do much of anything, and um, 
and then I end up still getting eliminated. So so I'm like, okay, so I'm like, okay, I'll do this, and then um, who did? Gosh, who did? Who did I end up voting for? So, so this was a really really confusing tribal council because uh like you said there was you you know you think there there's going to be votes on you and there were but there were also going to be votes on Ari because they were splitting the vote and then there's this other faction of Ari and now it includes Jasmine that are voting for Muse uh so Oh yeah, yeah, that's it, that's it, that's it. Because I voted, I voted for Ari instead of Muse, and if I would have voted for Muse, he would have. It would have been a tie. Would have been was, a tie. It, so yeah, it would have been a three-three tie between you and Muse, uh, which probably means you get voted out anyway. But but then at least I can give myself a, a pat on the back and say, you know, I made it, I made it to a tiebreak vote at least. Yeah, but then the other part of this is that if you vote for Muse. Based on the original split plan from the other side, Muse would have gone home because it would have been, I think, four votes Ari, two votes you, three votes Muse. But at the last second, Forza, uh, I forget what he, who he was talking to and, and what they said. I think he was talking to Ari, but something he felt pick, and picked up on caused him to switch off of Ari and vote for you. And so... It would have been a 3-3-3 with Ari playing an idol, and so a 3-3 between you and Muse, and then most likely you being voted out on the revote. And, you know, and then, like, Ari was working with Jasmine, who he also, again, did not tell about his idol, and, like, <laughs> after the fact, she was like, why wouldn't you tell me about this? Maybe we could have worked something out. Uh, so, you know, just very confusing tribal council uh that could have taken a lot of different really interesting turns uh yeah. but ultimately settled on perhaps the least interesting person at that time in the game being voted out which was you well i, I appreciate the fact that uh <laughs> i'm the least interesting person in the game uh but that being said uh i mean yeah the crazy part too is um i think i said too i, I think i probably said in that dm i'm like okay ari has an idol to cars so yeah it's just uh yeah it's just uh just a mess of a tribal mm-hmm. um i definitely i definitely lowered my because I, I think i think too my mindset going in was are we going to use the idol so i'm like okay i can use this as like a show of loyalty to like be like mm-hmm. like okay i know ari has an idol i know he's gonna play it but i'm still gonna vote against him <laughs> just to be like okay yeah i'm with you guys i'll do whatever you tell me to right um, which yeah, once again a completely bizarre strategy, but um, but yeah, it was just a yeah, just a a, a strange tribal council all around. Ah, uh, for sure, for sure, <laughs> very fascinating. Uh, so Angel Cake, FML Cat, Laforza vote for you. Um, Ari and, and Jasmine vote for Muse. Everyone else votes for Ari. Ari plays his hidden immunity idol. All the votes against him don't count. You are voted out three to two, and you become the second member of the jury. You're yeah. reunited with Nux. Reunited with Nux, and we had a grand old time in jury, and we complained about everyone, and 
we were still completely wrong about the season until after the <laughs> after the final votes were in. So uh, it's very ironic. So okay, so now that you're out of the game on the jury, um, I guess what I I don't know how how you don't have to be entirely you know, very specific about this, but as the rest of the players get voted out and join you, Jasmine, Laforza, Ari, Angel Cake. Uh, and then ultimately Chocoplex. What, what, I guess, like, what is your perception on the players who are still in the game and, and like, how these events are unfolding? Because when I talked to Nux, like, he basically boiled it down to, okay, uh, everybody turned on us in the first vote, and then, you know, everybody tried to get out Ari, but he played an idol. And then everybody tried to get out Ari again, and he played an idol. And then Lars sacrificed himself. And then everybody got out Ari. And then everybody got out Angel Cake. And then Chocoplex was medically medically evacuated. So he kind of framed it in such a way where there wasn't, there was no information being brought to the jury about what was really going on in the game. And so I don't know, is that ex- exactly how you see it? Or was there more to it than that for you? Yeah, I, I would change the framing a little bit, but I'd agree with uh, his point that we had no idea what was actually going on. Because, um, I mean, at least at least in my mind, it's like, okay, you know, we, we, we came into Birds, we were targeting uh, Cars and Angel. And uh, it, it felt like, you know, I, I don't I don't know why this was, but it felt like, um, it felt like, well, so I, I think part of it was the fact that right after... Um, Right after merge, you know, I, I messaged Angel Cake about um, what happened, and he just like completely made up like what happened at the vote, <laughs> and like I had I had been talking a little bit to other people, so from them like I I knew there was a split, I saw the leak, so I knew it was a split, so I knew he was just completely <laughs> making it up, and I'm thinking to myself like what advantage does he actually have, in just completely making it up of the city it was just such a weird thing so i think like because of that it was like okay you know you got this duo you know cars is definitely the brains of the operation and the first week you know it's like this this 2v2 battle with everyone else on the sidelines and and cars beat us so um so you know you know cars is like by far and away the best player in the game and everyone else isn't really doing anything and then literally every single week it was every time someone got eliminated it was like it was basically the same thing, you know, no one really had a good grasp of what was going on, you know. Some people might have self-evicted or whatever, and and it just seemed like it's just every single time that they framed it, there was really no other compelling case, at least in my head, that someone else was actually doing, like, you know, either someone else or some other secret group was actually doing something, you know, proactive and strategizing, mm-hmm. and that it was just cars, you know, puppet mastering everyone because <laughs> – because no one was saying anything tribal or something. So, like, that just kept happening. And then the incredibly unfortunate part was because of uh, Chocoplex, the fact that, you know, he had to be medically evacuated and wasn't able to message at all in, uh, in, the, uh, in the jury channel that um, literally no one until the season was over knew that there was some secret hidden alliance between three players that uh, really was the ones pulling the strings. And then... And then, yeah, it was just so the pro, it was he's exactly right. No one really knew what was going on, and no one really changed the mindset that we had going in. Right. Uh, and it just so happened that 
that you know for Cat and Muse, the other two people that made the final, that they were the people that that were in the do nothing group until until after the game. So yeah, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, 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 you know, as someone who could read Ponderosa and and like see what was happening from that perspective um, while the season was going on you know certainly gave me a different perspective than the majority of the viewers who couldn't read those things and therefore were convinced that you know it was going to be a cat sweep almost all right maybe putting words in, in some of the viewers mouths but i think a lot of people felt that cat would get a very favorable uh reaction from the jury uh assuming she had she made it to the end uh yeah but yeah well i i think that i think the tough thing is it's a i mean so so to win the game at least in my eyes there's kind of two sides you know it's like how much like what did you do in the game and then how much do other people know what you did in the game because you know there's very there's some things like challenges you know reward rewards immunities that are pretty it's pretty cut and dry you know if someone wins 10 you know they're probably gonna win because they won 10 yeah. challenges yeah <laughs> um but there wasn't I mean, I think Ari won a couple, but the, it, there wasn't really someone who made it to the end that had this clear-cut case with uh, challenge wins. Sure. So then it's like, you know, okay, who played the best social game? And the, I mean, there's there's a lot of different ways you can judge like what's a good social game, but I think the biggest uh, the biggest problem is is probably the viewers and you know they could surmise of it is that. We just had no idea what they were doing, so um, they played extremely well. You know, you had a secret alliance that was so good that no one knew it existed until <laughs> the game ended. Um, yeah. But you know, because no one knew about it, then you know you can't. As a jury, we weren't able to accurately reward that. And literally, it comes down to okay, if Chaco comes to jury and is like, yeah, we were in a three-person secret alliance and we were really the people that were driving things to the game, then it's easy. It, it, it would have been, yeah, probably an easy cat victory, but, um, but yeah, it's unfortunate. Um, yeah, it just didn't end up that way. And it just, it, it's just ironic that, you know, they were so good that none of them, none of them made the jury and we were, we were probably a bit too, too biased, a little, maybe a little bit salty over how we got eliminated that we, we never really recalibrated what we thought was happening. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I guess. I guess you know if you're coming into tri uh, final tribal, uh, and I think the majority of you have uh, Karstway as the as the front runner, if not you know practically locked in your vote already. Um, you start the final tribal. Of course, this season was was unfortunately just a a, a sort of Frankenstein's monster where yeah. you have Muse addressing the, the jury for like an hour, hour and a half or so um, at like 10 or 11 in the morning. And then there was like a pause for like two or three hours. And then Karstaway and Kat addressed the jury. And then towards the end of that, Muse returned because he got he became available again. So I don't know, like, do you remember anything, I guess... And were you were were there any questions you could have asked or answers you could have received that might have really given given you enough pause to reconsider how you viewed the the sort of latter part of the season? 
or you know was there anything that happened when the jury was addressing muse that kind of just locked things into place more than yeah they well had been? i think i think muse's uh, opening statement because i mean so our mindset is you know like people aren't really doing too much you know like we you know i think i think muse might have missed a challenge or something earlier in the season so you know like this season you had multiple people who missed challenges and stuff and so it seems like a lot of people aren't putting a ton of effort in. And um, and then his opening statement is basically, I can't win the game, vote for Cat. <laughs> that was the wrong statement. And I think because, you know, we already had that mindset going in that um, even though you would think someone saying, oh, vote for X person, they played the best game, you know, would have probably helped that person or was seen as a positive for them. It really did not and i mean i think to be honest i probably could have written my vote i don't really know if there was anything that they could have done Mm -hmm. to change my vote going in i probably could have written it down before even anyone said a word and not unless something crazy happened wouldn't have felt guilty about um about not being able to change it so i mean at least on my end there was a i think the uh, with Cat and Muse were a little bit disadvantaged, but then once once we saw that opening statement, and then you know there was also I think there was a couple times where things were moved around, and then obviously you didn't have a, a full three person mm-hmm. uh, final tribal. You had you know this kind of Frankenstein thing where you know one person went and then the other two went later. Yeah, that was just kind of like it's like at that point it's like yeah, come on, like what, like what, what, what's going on here? You know, are you just wasting our time? Do you actually really care? And then, and then, yeah, the cherry on top is just that speech. And I mean, you could probably look back. I, I know at least some of the questions I had in my head, and probably some of the questions that were said as well were not too receptive to that approach, and that kind of at least prevented any of the rest of the arguments being made uh from being too effective so sure sure uh yeah uh, it 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 really was a kind of um almost a comedy of errors that led to the sort of impossible mountain that that uh muse and, and cat had to climb to convince the jury between just the, the sequence of events um, that uh, that led to everybody getting voted out. The fact that they hid their alliance so well that no one knew it existed, and then on top of that, you know the you know medical issue with Chocoplex, not only removing him from the game, allowing Carstaway to make it to the end, but uh, also preventing him from really sharing much of his, or any of his insight with the rest of the jury. Um, you know, just it, it just everything kind of stacked against uh the other two from that point and uh ultimately leads to a 6-1-0 vote that crowns Carsway Mojo Desert winner exactly yeah 6-1 vote to us it seemed obvious to the viewers it was stunning just uh yeah just and that's how it ended yeah um uh, I think uh, at the end of the day, uh, you I'm trying to see here. I think you won some of the superlatives, but I'm trying to find where those were, were and I'm not seeing them. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I definitely. I know I got one, but I don't. 
I don't think it was a. I know I got at least one. It definitely wasn't a positive one. Um, <laughs> so uh, let's see. Jasmine, Cat, Karstway. Uh, which player is most deserving of being on the list? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and who was least likely to slide into your DMs? Lurker. Uh, which I think is a little interesting. Yeah, I I don't really agree with. Well, I, in, in some ways I agree with that. Um, and I guess when you're looking at like a post-merge perspective only, but um, mm-hmm. it, yeah, considering the fact that at merge the most DMs sent to someone else right. kind of makes that not true. Uh, who is so. the villain of the season? It's also you. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. I mean, I guess it had to be someone, but yep. it's hard to really point to anyone else. Uh, you and Lurker, or you and Nux, got three votes uh, for which players comprised your favorite alliance within the game. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's about it. So, so now <laughs> that you know, season's over. Garstaway's the winner. Yada yada yada. Um, plenty of uh, let's let's say uh, upset viewers uh, who uh, I don't think really hid their emotions at all and were very upfront with uh, what they how they felt the season should have gone and mm-hmm. uh, particularly they were very upset at, at the way the jury uh, handled themselves but you know the the viewers gonna viewer and and lounge gonna yeah. lounge. But you've said a couple of times that, you know, in hindsight, you realized, you know, that there was a secret trio, that they were, for in, in, in a large part, like, controlling much of the game. Uh, what, you know, what did the, how, how did you, how, 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 since the game has ended, how have you kind of uh, recontextualized things in your own head and, and in, in terms of like how you viewed the season. Yeah. So, I mean, as I said, I, I think I've said this a couple of times, but I, I haven't really read back through the whole season. So in terms of, you know, even claiming after the season's over that I have a full understanding of why things happened. Um, I wouldn't really say that I have that, but I mean, it, 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 it seems, I guess on a macro level on the season um, that the viewers were certainly right that, you know, in terms of who probably played the best game, it it probably wasn't Carstaway. Um, so I, I I think I think I certainly see that lens, but I, I guess overall how I view and and if I've recontextualized the season, I guess I've kind of I kind of have the two sides where it's like okay, what was my experience in the game, and then kind of what's the more accurate representation of how things were <laughs> happening in the game, mm-hmm. and um. I don't necessarily think I go back and think through my decisions and think, um, and I guess view them in the same in, with in the lens with the additional information that I have, you know, hearing what the viewer saw and you know what other players saw. But there's always that point where it's like, you know, oh, I felt good going into merge, and eh, probably shouldn't have felt that way because you know it actually was this way. So right. So it's more sort of having an additional lens to view things more so than like rewriting my experiences or necessarily think that everything that I did was, um, was incorrect or at least not having a, um, 
justification for it. So. Sure. Sure. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a really, really different experience being on the jury and, and casting that vote when you have such a limited scope. Uh, and even, even the viewers that have been on the jury or, uh, or have played and like have felt the sort of claustrophobic atmosphere of being in the game. It's still, I don't know, like you, you just cannot separate, I think your own, what you've, what you know about a season from, uh, you know, from the, from the difference of a perspective that you're not in. So like even someone from Discordia or Chattern who had been on the jury in those seasons, who had had been sequestered and hadn't seen anything, even people who like, you know, saw things who even in their season were on the jury and saw things very differently from how the viewers saw them. It it just, you just can't, I I don't know. There's no one-to-one comparison you can make to, to experiencing being on a jury in a different season because the amount of information they're privy to is different from your season. What people are telling them is different from your season, so on and so forth. Um, it's, yeah, it's a tough I, I, thing. Absolutely. And I think that the hardest part too is, um, you know, once you've gone through a season, if you watch it next season, then everything is through the lens of, uh, is your season, you know, like, Oh, we did things this way. So, you know, <laughs> things might go like this, but I mean, especially, um, the fewer and fewer uh, FMLers participated, you know, a lot of the people, we have absolutely no idea who they are and how they'll react to situations. So, yeah. um, so yeah, it's just, <laughs> I mean, it, you know, it's, 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 it's interesting, um, how you can have, you, you know, even, even as someone who, you know, watched the game, played the game and then watched, watched the game afterwards, how, how, you know, it, it it, it, it seems like a different perspective, you know, as a viewer, initially you're seeing everything and it, you know, you're seeing all these people make these just very common mistakes that, um, that just don't make any sense as a viewer. And then you actually play the game and then you're like, Oh, this is why they make the mistakes. And then you go back to being a viewer and then you just go back to repeat on everyone, <laughs> even though you had that experience. So it's, uh, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting dynamic. I think it's just, uh, just, how the viewer versus player experience goes and then how even after being a player it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be a quote-unquote more informed viewer (laughs) right well uh as we kind of wrap up mojo desert i have a couple of questions here provided by nux okay hit me uh so first question uh he says the two of you were a very solid pair. Um, what, you know, it's, let's say different timeline. The two of you make it all the way to the end. Um, uh, and, and assuming that you would, you know, go to the end with, with Nux and not try to take him out before then. But assuming you're both at the end, how, what would you have said or what could you have said to kind of separate yourself from him in, in terms of, you know, why would people vote? What what would make people vote for you over Nux in that scenario? So making it halfway through the game, I think there certainly would be a lot of coloring in that would have to happen. Um, but based <laughs> off of 
in terms of you know competition, you know maybe I win four competitions, or maybe he wins a bunch, or maybe I pull off some crazy blindside or something. So it, if we're focusing only on the parts of the game that happened, I think the the things that I would say, I think I did a little bit better overall in challenges um, than him, and then also in, in terms of the strategic moves that we made. Um, a lot of the original ideas came from myself. So, you know, the, the strategy to throw an immunity challenge but get all the rewards, that was originally <laughs> my idea. Um, you know, who, who, who to target and, you know, planning out who we, what our plan was after Merge. You know, uh, a lot of those discussions were started by myself. So um, I, I, I think both on a, a you know, to match what I said about the criteria of being on the jury, jury earlier competitions and then also um, sort of the social side. I think I would I would have leveraged I, – I, I think it's hard because, it, as I said, it felt like a lot of these votes were easy. It didn't really feel like there was a lot of, uh, you know, scrambling or um, people that need to be convinced in votes. Um, so it's I think it's hard to make a case on the on the social game as as well as uh, potentially on the competition side, but um, but that would have been my approach, not having played half the game. Uh, I guess, and this is kind of a addendum from myself. Did you have a, uh, the idea in your head to to cut Nux at any point? I mean, I guess um, obviously no, not up I to mean, the point where you yeah, were at, I think, but I think there there never really would have been a point that it would have made sense, just based off of the composition of the tribes that I was in, um, and sort of where I was at in the game. But I don't, I don't think I would have directly, you know, pushed to have him cut. I mean, it could be a situation where, um, where maybe. Maybe there's a, a – I know that maybe Hib and I are the tar- target and I have an idol, so I use the idol uh, on – I wouldn't I wouldn't, I wouldn't, wouldn't take a sword for him. I wouldn't go that far <laughs> unlike the other players. Sure, uh, sure. But I – if there was if there was a situation where it was pretty clear that, like, the only people being voted were myself and him and, and there was an opportunity that I confidently could take to save myself, then I probably would have taken that. But outside of that um, – I, I wouldn't if it was a final four of me, him, and two other people. I wouldn't try to um, to get him voted out because um, because I at the point in the game that we were at, I felt that I would have a compelling enough case against him in the final. Fair enough. So I mean, if it, I mean, if it's a situation where I, I I think unless something changed where it was clear that he was an overwhelming favorite. Um, then yeah, I don't I don't really see that changing. Okay, uh, then his second question uh, is name uh, name a film duo that you think you and Nux are like, and also who's who. <laughs> uh, I think the the first one that comes to mind is uh is uh the other guys uh will ferrell and uh and uh mark Wahlberg's characters mm-hmm. where where you know maybe maybe well at least on the mark Wahlberg's side you know they, they feel a little bit more confident and sure of themselves than they probably should be <laughs> <laughs> which I, I i don't know if that if uh if the uh will ferrell 
or yeah, Will Ferrell's character fits particularly well in this instance, but um, but definitely the uh, Wahlberg side. I guess, I guess I'd put uh, myself as Wahlberg and him as uh, Will Ferrell. Great. Uh, so he gave me his answer to this. Uh, you want to know what he said? Go for it. All right. So he said the two of you were like uh, Kronk and Yzma from The Emperor's New Groove. Okay. And he said he was Kronk and you were Yzma. Okay. How do you feel about that? I mean, to be completely honest, it's been such a long time since I've seen that movie that I don't fully get the reference. So, um, Oh no. <laughs> so I, I may have to do some, uh, I may have to rewatch it, uh, sometime in the next week. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I think it's a, a fairly strong, um, characterization, uh, from what I'm, from what I remember anyway. Um, so, but, uh, I, I like, I like the other, uh, the other guys. Or, uh, the other guys, the nice guys. I always get those two movies confused. Well, yeah, the nice. So the, I think that the nice guys is uh, Ryan uh, Gosling okay. and uh, yeah, yeah. Russell Crowe. Which, I mean, the only way the only way that I'd make that comparison is to put myself as uh, Ryan Gosling and him as Russell Crowe. <laughs> but besides, that, yeah, I think the other guys. Is yes, the other guys. Wahlberg and yeah. Carol. Yeah, I like I like that one too. I think that's a uh, it's a good one. Uh. Okay, uh, so that brings us to your questions, question questions for La Forza. Yeah, I guess the so the the two questions that at least I thought of for him is, uh, you know, why 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 do you have to do me like that with the vote out? You know, what what, what did I do to deserve that? You know. <laughs> Uh, that would be question number one. And then question number two is probably um, what changed the most for you um, coming into the game when you were voted out from the game and then when the game finished? Okay. I think those are my two questions for him. Okay. Why did you... Cause I, yeah, because I'm trying to remember... I'm trying to remember on his end whether or not he was a viewer before. I don't no. think so. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Yeah. All right. So why'd you vote me out? Yeah. <laughs> what changed the most for you from coming into the game to being voted out of the game to the end of the game? Cool. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. Good stuff. Uh, so. That's pretty much it. I don't know. Is there anything else you can remember worth mentioning from uh, Mojo Desert that we haven't touched on? Um, I, I, I think we hit pretty much everything. I still, <laughs> to this day, even though he keeps explaining it, I have no idea what Ari was thinking for most of it. <laughs> um, so hopefully, when you have him on, you'll. You'll get a little bit more understanding of it, because yeah, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, so, but yeah, it was a, it was a, even though it didn't end in victory, it was an enjoyable experience. You know, getting to interact with all the, you know, uh, it's in, in a different way from all the FML, the FML joiners, the non-FMLers, and um, and just going through, you know, both the pressure and the enjoyment of the challenges and trying to figure out the commands and everything else that goes into the game. 
yeah it was uh it was fun i enjoyed the season uh liked having you on uh i thought you were an exciting uh personality to be playing and uh even if you went out ninth i think you uh you left a mark in a season with with huge moments that generally you were not part of i think (laughs) you did a good job of leaving an impression uh exactly um yeah i mean it's it's when you look at the whole season there were so many yeah so many so many interesting moments and um you know in some ways you know the the survivor season can be marked by you know moments of strategic brilliance but in some ways um this season some moments of the season were marked more by strategic blunders so (laughs) it's it's very yeah it's very interesting looking back on the season from that lens yes i would agree uh all right uh well we didn't quite make four hours, but yeah, we did a we did a lot. We did a lot. Can you can you add like uh, fifteen minutes of static at the end just to <laughs> just to get it to four hours? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I can I can intersperse static throughout and kind of stretch it out here and there, pad the pad the running time. Yeah. What what do you, what do you think? Maybe like a like a thirty minute static intro will do to the. Um, to the uh, metrics on this podcast. Oh, it would it would kill it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely kill it. It would be awful. Um, <laughs> I think Cat would be the only Cat and Hirsch would be the only ones who would exactly. listen to the whole thing. <laughs> well, Lurker, thank you so much for doing this. It's been a lot of fun to talk to you and, and relive the season from your perspective. Appreciate it, um, and. Uh, thanks to you um, for hosting the podcast and um, to yourself and the rest of the production team for uh, putting on the season and then also um, continuing to not only host uh, seasons, but uh, trying to raise the bar every time. So it's, uh, I mean, it's it's certainly, it, it didn't feel hokey doing this online. It certainly felt like a, like a, real survivor experience and i think that's it's because of the job that you and the rest of the team do so thanks thanks so much means a lot no problem thank you have a good rest of your evening and i'm sure i will see you around the discord absolutely see ya but i'm just (laughs) trying to think like what what were they talking about for that long (laughs) (laughs) you know uh i think uh uh, Ariana Grande's discography came up a couple of times with Nux. Um, okay. He, he's very convinced that she's completely underrated. Uh, so. Okay. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> Plenty of tangents. I mean, she's one of the biggest artists in the world, so that's a that's an interesting take. Yeah, it is. I feel I feel like it, it's like if, if you're gonna say like um, like Drake is underrated. Well, okay, Drake's like maybe like the top one of the top three biggest um musical artists in the world so probably everyone knows him yeah. so i mean maybe you could say musically but at the same time like how underrated can you be when everyone knows everyone who knows who you yeah, are exactly <laughs>
Thank you for listening to this episode of the Alliance of Survivor Game podcast. If you'd like to try your hand at Alliance, our applications are always open. You can find more information in the episode notes or by visiting AllianceSeasons.com. Keep your eyes peeled for upcoming announcements related to our new season, High Seas. And as always, have a week. Without a trace, nothing's gone forever.